Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, a new edition of the DFP Report Podcast Live. This is eight, eighth week. I don't know, seven, eight. That's scary. That's lost scary. count. <laughs> lost count. Have we done uh, seven live episodes? Uh, oh. I don't know. like <laughs> four. I feel like everyone's going to get so used to having weekly episode, and then we're going to get back to normal life. And, um, Where things... we just meet up in person and don't record it. Yeah, like once every month and a half, because, you know, everyone is going to have plans again. Hopefully, that'd be good news. I think we've got a rhythm now. We should keep attempt to keep a rhythm. Yeah. Um, anyways, welcome everyone. We have literally everyone from last week. Uh, Jeff from DLP Town Square. Hello. Hello. And uh, Elliot from Elliot's. Hey. Hey. Uh, Richie from, you know, Richie from Disney Golf. <laughs> no. <laughs> Surprise. You'll be here from my lawyer. Sorry about uh, David from David at Disney slash home. Hello. And um, Patrick, or Game Master, from the GLP, from the GLP Report team. <laughs> I promise. I promise the quiz is finished, and I'm not finishing it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I but promise. You know, what, you know what? This week, I have found the music you wanted for the quiz. It oh took God, me. Amazing. It took me a month to find it back, but I found it in our chat. Yes. And I did send it to you. Like, you, it you did send Bye. it to me. <laughs> Uh, Darren, hello, are you here? Yeah. Hi, hello. Hi. Yeah. Um, back again. And and Viv is back this week. Yep. After yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Viv. Have a beer yep. or something. I don't know. We've all had one. Uh, <laughs> how was the king? Apparently, the king uh, talks. No, he's do- he's done talking. He's done talking. Okay. What? No, he's done. He's done talking. Nothing. Nothing new, right? No. I mean, there's nothing new anywhere. <laughs> Uh, did I forget anyone? Because we have so many people. No, right? I got everyone. Um, is it funny? Uh, sorry? What is what funny? Hello? Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> we have we have guests. Ghosts. Guests, guests ghosts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're still uh, sitting at the same spot from uh, last week. No one has moved. I have recorded this, I think, in the same seat for seven weeks. Yep, same. Same. Yep. I am wow. I'm going to say groove going. <laughs> Hopefully, you have moved in between. If not, you should no. I, I get am help. I'm still wearing the same clothes. So the same spirit, Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sitting at the at the table that we usually record in person, so you guys oh, know. I miss that table. I know. <laughs> it's also the table where the... I work now because you know, life. I miss the piles of food that Ben would have at his house for us. Yeah, I used to make chicken for you guys, but now I just have all the chicken before the show. Yeah. Anyways, um, so as usual, we should start with news from Disneyland Paris. Um, Great, that was it. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. We did it. Yeah. But so there, there hasn't been any official announcement, I believe, since last week. Well, no, no, nothing. This um, year we didn't get like an announcement one and a half days before they were doing all these festivities for May the fourth. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I was looking at all the, and we'll talk more about May the 4th and everything, but I was looking at uh, photos from, you know, everyone, obviously everyone and and their mother has been posting photos from Star Wars things today, and 
Remember that um that like hoth upside down for the location? It was some... quite cool. It was it... very cool. Was it last year? Was it two years ago? It was I think it was last year. Was it really? I feel like it was not good. Oh, was that wait, which one are we talking about? We're we talking about the Paris one, which is like a cardboard yeah, cutout yeah, or Disneyland, which Paris is like a real it. set. No, oh. Paris did it. Look at you with the, with the low-key shade. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Disneyland was a set. Paris's was an actual cardboard cutout. I know, but <laughs> it was hey, flat. we had we had a fellow location. You know, you gotta take where you can. When you just like Paris fan, you just like we had something. Okay, yeah, um, it's like when we have stickers instead of buttons. You know, at first you outrage, and then eventually you just kind of like, well, we have stickers, so. <laughs> and then you're like they remembered <laughs> exactly exactly that's kind of like you know oh my god they remembered uh but um so no official news but um the natasha show uh, was on the air again <laughs> really <laughs> Cloud yeah. music. it was yes it was um on friday no i think it was on thursday oh okay so who do, who does that go out to? Because whoever wrote this wrote May 2nd, which is Saturday. Anyway, um, so it was yeah. Thursday. And as usual, you know, disclaimer, this is for their internal network. But obviously, people can <laughs> t- tell us what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not supposed to tell us. They can. Well, we're not, we're not posting it, but we can talk about it. So yeah. uh, the biggest question... When do you expect our destination to reopen? Uh, I'd like, okay, okay, second disclaimer. Second disclaimer, there is nothing groundbreaking about this. this (laughs) Natasha show. I mean, it's like. Imagine the shrugging emoji. Yeah. And that's it. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, when you go and it's a small world and you you, you like get excited to see them all move and you think it's going to change. It's not going to change. Like, it's the same animatronic. So the, the Natasha animatronic has now changed. Uh, <laughs> oh it's already broken. It's, it's a bit yeah, broken, it's broken. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. I'm glad I could feel it. I, I, I thought long and hard how to like fit that joke in there. Anyway, um, it's so always very good. The answer. And the answer is we look forward to welcoming guests as soon as it is advisable, but it is still too early to announce a reopening date. So, um, yeah. I also think they generally don't know themselves. Not they're not telling anyone. They, like, like... they know nothing. Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> so there was also a question about, so in France, um, they are forbidding uh, gathering of more than 5,000 people until September 2020. Um, and of course, Disneyland Paris has more than 5,000 people. Um, Walt Disney Studios, I don't know, you know, on some days. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I think it probably will on most yeah. days. Mm, yeah. I mean, Frozen Celebration has... Anyway. So, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick has stopped going. Um, but the, yeah, well, <laughs> that's literally the only thing I like to do in that park and then everything else can... You know, the frozen sing along, I love it, and then everyone else. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, so, sorry, sorry. Th- sorry, I promise, I promise I'm not looking at questions. Um, <laughs> you finish your quiz, you have 20 minutes. <laughs> we, are, we are on the extra shade today. <laughs> right? 
But uh, so Disneyland Paris thinks that the restriction to five thousand people does not apply to them, which is I think I agree. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's fair because before they entered the lockdown, that five thousand, like IE five thousand, one thousand, was applying to their individual venues. So I don't see yeah. why it wouldn't be the same after. Like yeah. Mickey and the Magician counted as one gathering. Yeah. So uh, you know, I I well, still think that. Um, it might not be something that necessarily applies to them, but it might apply to people in their heads, and so it kind of de facto applies to them. If that according makes sense. Yeah. according yeah. to yeah. Natasha, yeah. it doesn't apply to us. No, that's not what he said. So. It's like it's it's the mental state of people. Like people think that yeah. people take the presumption that these five thousands are blocked, so they themselves would just not go on that presumption. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so I don't think that Disney are going to be screaming like, "Hey, we're not in the five thousand. Everyone come!" Like, just, right? And you like, can't, yeah. and you can't sort of open the park if the indications are that not many people are going, because then yeah. your park is running at a huge loss, and it's probably mm, cheaper just to keep it closed. Well, closed. I think that is the bigger yeah. question, isn't it? Like, everyone's like, "When can we reopen?" But also, the question is, "When does Disney want to reopen?" And under what conditions? Yeah. Because it might be cheaper to keep people on partial unemployment and keep the parks closed for another month until basically guests yeah, are yeah. more comfortable traveling. Because I think, I don't know, are you guys going to go the first week? Nope. No. <laughs> See, so... I, don't, I don't have a choice. No. <laughs> right. DLP rely too much on the international markets. Like we're the only resort worldwide yeah. where our market is a continent and not a country. It's not nice <laughs> that the other countries come to DLP and that's like, a bit of extra revenue. That is their yeah, it's core fundamental. market. Yeah. So yeah. like Yeah. As someone who lives as someone who lives quite nearby though, I feel like I will just for the simple reason being it's kinda of like a symbolic thing, just to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm here. I haven't forgotten yeah, about it. I mean if I was close to it, I, I agree not, I probably would go just I'm to see st- it. I'm gonna like... I'm not gonna stop going just because mm. like you know, I, I kinda of feel like it's a bit like I don't know, Disney and small like businesses it's completely different but like when this is all over i'm gonna remember the companies that are trying to you know like the the smaller companies and towns and cities that are kind of like struggling sometimes i'll always remember to go in and like give them a bit more business because like they've been open throughout Mm -hmm. the environment and stuff so it's kind of i know disney's not exactly it's not the same at all but like i kind of i will i feel like as a conscious effort i will make more efforts to try and show like people how I appreciate them and not just be like man I can go to Disney whenever do you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah Plus, I, I think mean, Patrick, also... you know, we we're um I love tweeting about concept art but we're gonna need content so um... <laughs> 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 Brian, Patrick you're going <laughs> I think oh also God, a lot of challenges um, around social distancing there are so many challenges like how do you keep people two meters apart in the queues? I know you could stand people two meters apart, but then switchbacks happen. How do you keep people two meters apart in switchbacks? How do you keep people apart when they're walking into the toilet? Because I've walked into so many people when walking into the toilets in the parks. Like there are so many questions. And well, Natasha says logistical that, nightmare. Natasha says our reopening approach includes consideration for all elements of the cast and guest experience, including physical distancing, cleaning measures, etc., as well as government and health authority guidance. I guess we're going to see what like Shanghai does, right, in Hong Kong, because yeah. they're probably going yeah. to open first. So we'll see what they do. Be Shanghai, and that, and Hong Kong, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a sea of you know you know when they have the the parties at Walt Disney Studios and they put all the barricades outside for the queue like when they did uh, uh-huh. I think it was like Electroland, yeah. Magical Pride. Yeah, I think these yeah. are gonna be basically set up outside on the plaza and um, and uh, just uh, permanent for the for the foreseeable future. <laughs> I hope yeah. Imagineering is already like working on some nice barricade design because we're going to need... Hope you need... got all those pretty shots because... Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to need 5,000 of those. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Suppose, I suppose that starts from after security, doesn't it? Because people are going to be queuing yeah. before security in, in the train station and down to the, mm. down to the well, parking lot. Before security, you'll need, like, you know, on the plaza outside the train station, yeah. between the train station and security, mm-hmm. this is where you're going to need the most because I think... Security has kind of like a slow output, so through, yeah. I feel like once yeah. you know, and then they're sort of security, checking and that as well. So yeah. that might then, slow down the number of people who get to the gates. I mean, they probably still will need barricades at the gates, but maybe not as much as security. Yeah. Security is going to go like way back. Yeah, and RATP will probably need to work on some queue or something to manage people oh, trying to get God, back yeah. on the night. Oh Lord. Okay. Mm. Well, I suppose the car the car park could do well because more more people will probably want to drive there or yeah. only be allowed to drive there. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be such park. a weird one, guys. Thirty euro <laughs> parking fees. Uh... Yeah, no, no <laughs> far off from any of this even ever happening. Like it's like it's crazy to think that it's been gone for so long. But like all this kind of like that's the the thing that's a bit depressing about this whole situation is like when there's never going to be a point where they're just going to click their fingers and it's going to be back to where we were in like February or January. It's going to take us yeah. back to any anywhere ne- even near what that used to be. So it's kind of like that's a little bit depressing because you're like, hmm, I can't even like just enjoy. Because that's the, the one thing I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm sure for a lot of people, Disneyland and Disney in general is like magic. It's like an escape from the real world. It's an escape from your kind of like, daily lives whereas really that's going to be kind of a whole big part of the experience where you're going to have to be considering oh this person's mm-hmm. standing too close or oh I should really wash my hands because I'm out of touching this and this that and the other like it's going to it's going to be really weird I mean everyone's yeah, going to be getting off. hand sanitizer outside every single attraction right because like I don't know mm-hmm. like on, on Space Mountain or Big Thunder it is I mean it, you, you could ride with your hands in the air but at some point you're very likely mm-hmm. to grab the bar and then you're going to be paranoid. Um, yeah. But also, yeah. you know, it could be it could be also, especially for people like you, Patrick, who live not far from the parks, it could be also an amazing time to have the parks to yourself because without foreign guests um, and probably without many French guests either, the parks, if and when they reopen, are going to be probably completely empty. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen, I, don't, I know it's to take that with a pinch of salt, but... You know, on these like Facebook groups where I'm not going to, we all know what they are, but like um, on these Facebook groups of like people in the UK and I'm not saying that they will, but I am am seeing a lot of people, do you think it'll be open by blah, 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 or do you think it'll be open by blah, blah, blah? So I'm not saying that it's going to be like, I do agree it's probably going to be very dead, but I'm sure like certain people are kind of just desperate, ready to like a plane as soon as it's it's ready. I think it'll also people will factor in travel advice, right? So, for instance, if you live in the UK and the government advice, which it is at the moment, is do not travel anywhere, even if they do go, their insurance is not valid. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, will we even be able to go into France? And if we're not... Uh... Yeah, we will go in, but, like... Yeah, but, like... recommended. They're, like... And I know that's far off, but, like, in Ireland at the minute, they've said... I think it's the 10th of August they've given as a date where international travel will be possible. It's not saying that you it will be sure, but it, they're imagining that if things go to plan, it'll be, I think it's sometime mid or late August. I, I really am not sure. I think 10th of August is pubs or something. I don't know. Oh, really? But it's, they've, given a date, they've given a date where in the mid to end of August, international travel will once again be possible. So like and and but then again they, like that's the whole thing about this whole situation is it's like trying to predict the winner of the your millions because you just really could have no idea like there's no way no. It's not like the DLP attraction league. Um. I think I think I think it also depends on like what capacity the park's opening because if you open them it says yeah but there'll be no shows there'll be no character meets there'll be fast pass only for the rides you might find some of the people who are like oh, I'll go whatever might be like, eh, I don't really want to go anymore if it's going to be like that. Yeah, maybe. Well, probably, actually. Yeah. Katie says she has an Irish friend travelling to France tomorrow, so it's not impossible. I don't know. Yeah, um, It's, it's like, possible, but I think you've got the problem with insurance, in right? But at the moment, you still need to form, so... To like say. The, form with the, the form with the reason why you're travelling um, to France, which is either family or work or because you've got a house there. So, ah. yeah. All right. Um, there was another question about Run Disney, and uh, because apparently there's no sporting events until September, so it's kind of cutting it close, really. Uh, but Natasha said that the Disneyland Paris Run Weekend is still scheduled to take place September 24 to 27. But they will continue to adjust their operation and events based on, uh, based on updated public and health authority guidance. This is so like... <laughs> I feel like that's a bit of a gym for, like, especially, like we said last week, American guests who are coming over. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's I, I feel like, okay, I know they would probably like to do it. I know it probably would be great to have a bit of influx of cash. I know it's a weekend that is usually very popular. But even when you consider, like, I don't know about you guys, but as someone who goes quite regularly, I don't really know any other weekend where the parks are usually as busy as they are for the run weekend. Like, it's just yeah. busy. It's busier to have ever been there. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So I feel like it's a bit, it's a bit, of a, it's, a, it's a bit disrespectful to people who are, like, traveling from very far away to just not mm-hmm. come out and say hey you know what we really would love to if they really want to they can just be like listen we're proposing postponing until 2021 do you know what i mean like yeah. they did it things mm-hmm. just do that as well it's like you're basically they're cutting people on and i, I know that's probably yeah, not the intention but they 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 are so they kind of need to yeah. stop selling this i, I think i think there was a i think it was ashley that was saying that there was there's a mar- marathon or some, some type of run in versailles that's been cancelled and that's around the same time of run disney sort of the week mm-hmm. before a week after um, so that's gone. And as Darren said uh, last week, all the people who have to be like getting checked by their doctors in France and other countries, yeah. potentially, depending on local regulation, um, that's not going to be possible at the moment. So it's like, well, they just waive that. Like, have you self signed yourself? Why is it not going to be possible? Why, why, why is it not possible to go to your doctor in France? Yeah, you can. I'm, I'm going to. I'm not, like, I'm going to my doctor tomorrow night. <laughs> it is possible, that, is that, it's possible, it's but possible, it's just like overwhelming gonna, people, isn't it? Are they going to with... want people like going to the doctors for a running form? Is that essential? You know, like, no, you well, might, you can, of course, well, you can go doctor, if you need to go. My doctor, 
my doctor on my phone when I told her what I wanted to call she didn't tell me like I called her last week it took me a week to get an appointment but I called her last week and she never said I said listen I want to go because of X thing and she never said oh it's not like important enough to come and see me she was like uh, yeah but you can come and see me in a week so like I do understand that like it's a t- logistical thing sure but like doctors in France aren't like turning people away because so, they can only see so those if people it, if it does go ahead I think I'd be torn between wanting to go because it's the fifth anniversary and not wanting to go because it's a huge crowd and the crowds and everything. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be quite torn between it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 We're I have to run with a mask. I have friends in New York who have to go running with masks and they do it. I still don't think but it's going like, yeah, to be cancelled. Could you imagine yeah, the photos on the random people with masks? That's not what they right? want. Like, and like people do this for like character meets, and there's no way they're going to have characters out meeting people in the course if they do run it. Anyway, do you want like sweat? The customer is going to want sweaty people right next to them in this situation. I mean, like, I mean, do they ever? I mean, I have, I, have, I, have, I, have, I was apologising to them all last year on the run, being like, I'm really sorry, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> How respectful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think oh. also commercially it might not make sense because if no one from the US and a lot of people from, you know, other countries are not going to make it, like the run is a hugely international event. And so if it's just the French, they're not going to be able to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, going to be honest, like 40%. I haven't met many French full. people at all on the courses. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's about it. What else do we have? Um, reopening oh, plans. Oh, um, businesses are allowed to reopen on May 11. And there was a question of like, is Disney Village going to reopen? No. no. There was no answer about that. They said they'll continue to assess the situation, share more information when they're able to do so. Well, they've, they've told us before that they won't reopen Disney Village if it's only... Uh, shops, which at the moment is the case because restaurants aren't allowed to open, so yeah, yeah, gonna go? but they're not going to reopen. I mean, it doesn't make what sense if, because yeah. who is yeah. going to go there? Me, I think. <laughs> no one going there. I, I need my photo albums. <laughs> I think down the line, I think you might see the village reopening before the park, purely yeah. just to test out some social distancing. Yeah, yeah I think that as well, but yeah. only when restaurants are allowed to reopen. Yeah, I think that's yeah. What about construction? What like is there? A, like I know we talked about this last week, but like, like I'm starting to think more and more. Like if as France is going back to work on the 11th of May, and I know it, it says oh people that are like working from home should continue to try to do so, but like I'm sure. I, I, again, I'm sure. I I imagine. Like, I'm not basing this on anything whatsoever, but I imagine like sooner rather than later and they're going to try and maybe start ramping back up some sort of construction yeah they should yeah. they should i mean um you know like some construction has started uh outside of disney and apparently hotel new york has been worked on but um i think the big mm. the big one you know Walt disney studios that everyone's interested in i don't think has started yet but it should i mean here in the UK, uh, a lot of sites around me that have never stopped are, are starting again today. Like they starting, they started again last week, and some I saw some other ones started again this week. Um, so, but they were yeah. always allowed to in the UK anyway. They were, like, they were. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of companies have sort of like a lot, a lot of closed, yeah. Because I think but, you know, like in France, technically they can't they can't start. Like it's been two weeks already that they're allowed to. 
Um, but they've all other ones are closed, haven't they? Yeah. But uh, then it's, it's like, like you know every builder, every company, whatever on the RERs and stuff like that. They can just you know decide for themselves if they want to start again or not. So yeah, yeah. So not many answers for you. Sorry. But uh, maybe uh, I was thinking also. Um, was it in the past seven days that the, the drummer from Jungle Book Dive said that they were cancelled? Yeah, it was right. Yeah, it was oh, last really? weekend, was wasn't it? Yeah, oh, okay. was it? Yeah, I don't know. Was it on? Was it on the show? Did we talk about it on the show? Oh, it was. It was, it was on no, Sunday. No, it was like I in think. the past days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tuesday, well, maybe. Who knows? So yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was. It was a day in the past few days. Um, and, Things uh, have happened. <laughs> I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So officially, the season is not cancelled. But I mean, who are we kidding here? Like, I think at this like, point, cost cancelled. Like, even if the parks reopen in August, are they going to run a season for a month? You know, it doesn't. No, make because sense. there's no no rehearsals. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the only thing I could see them do is maybe um, bring in the the main float and some of the characters. Uh, for some sort they of they can't like... even use the characters though because they couldn't even do like routine or anything like there's been like zero like rehearsal or anything like right but they need yeah, that, that princess show had choreography and it put, got put together in two days yeah so, but I, th- I think what oh, Ben's please, saying is that, like, just I know but like this jungle drive choreography like it's not it's not as good <laughs> but it's not technical like it wouldn't take a long time it's not but it's, uh, it's but... set to music though whereas that princess thing was like quite minimal and I feel like they can do it in a few days that. to put something together Ugh. not the whole but I, show but with I think to be fair, whenever whenever they know if they're gonna do it with a date, they can pull in performers before the park open, like before the opening date to rehearse, as long as they're like having the measures that they need to do. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I mean, they could also just take the the vehicles out, you know, the plane, the train, the car, or whatever, and just put the characters in there and just have them wave on the wave on the parade route (laughs) four times a day. Yeah, I think yeah. the bigger issue with the Jungle Book Jive is you do not want to have a big crowd in Central Plaza. Yeah. Which is the most Plaza. fun part. So, you know, if we yeah. can have that. Like... I'd, I'd rather see it. celebration was beyond its time. Wow. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> see Jungle Book Jive postponed to like next year and just have it in full again. Yeah. And I mean, let's not talk about the, um, the Mata Dance, which was already sort of like... <laughs> borderline <laughs> safety <laughs> hazard last year people packed together well, like again, crazy we, were, we thought it was going to get moved to the hub yeah or castle stage or something yeah that was yeah. the plan yeah but could, but could they do the lion king show uh, no well you could do yeah they were still doing they were still costing people for that in the last week like in the week that the park shut they were supposed right. to have costings for mata dance and pride lands yeah, so. that's not happening anymore. No, <laughs> but didn't they? No, they did this by video submission, so they're still costing no. stuff. No, they stopped. All costing stopped, so they no, stopped as well. They, yeah, they these, did. Those two, I saw it. Those two definitely 100% had a video submission request. 100%. Yeah, a video submission, but then after that, the costing stopped because all costing is at home. Yeah, but, they're not but working. Ca- but casting, but yeah, but though that casting don't deal with that casting yeah but they did they they aren't working exactly (laughs) i agree with richie on this one like (laughs) let's be real here like no obviously but not to say that they were still not casting people like because they i imagine they stopped it i imagine they stopped it though i mean are we gonna be sad if we don't have the lion king show no who cares i mean i think i think i'd rather have jungle jive 
It's pretty. It was nice. If you're looking at boring, it might have to be budget cut as well, right? Like, yeah. I'd rather the season just got budget yeah. cut. Of course. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. If you just, that's, yeah. exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Remember you said last week, of what, what yeah. would Disney have had budget cut? I found something they can budget cut. Frozen Celebration Season 2. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you don't want them to budget I, I, cut I it think... and still bring it back. No, just budget, budget cut. Just Frozen, could budget cut. Um, the Lion King season this year because you know it's just cheaper not to run it, right? Yeah, it's cheaper and safer, so just don't do it. Yeah, and if you only have a month left, then you have the best excuse. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can just say, "Oh, it's safer not to run it, so we're not going to do it." Also, look at us! Save, uh, look at like us! Like uh, the evil kind of head of Walt Disney Company. Look at us! We we fell into that role <laughs> so, ever so easily. <laughs> also, um, uh, Hotel New York is supposed to open in like five weeks. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, is anyone going to tell people who have a reservation like what's happening? Because oh, that's a good right. point. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, the opening is not delayed. Partial unemployment. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the OPF fair- said to everyone that if you book bef- like up until June 30, that you should request a changement of date before May 15th. So if you're booked with Hotel New York, it's up to you to cancel. Like, it's not like Disney has to tell you you should cancel or, like, move your dates. Right. But I mean, sure, but it there's no still hotel sense. to sleep in. Yeah, exactly. I think there's something to do with insurance that Disney has to tell you. I think, that, no, there's definitely something with insurance that Disney have to inform you that you have to move your booking. Because if you do it early, I think there's some insurance clause that means like you have to be informed that it's not possible. So I think they're advising people to literally wait until they know the fact that it's cancelled yeah. and then claim. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and apparently, it's... people people who've booked F like in July are apparently getting emails from Disney saying like we advise you to move your booking. But I mean, I'm not sure how far ahead they're sending those emails because I haven't got a booking so yeah and i mean on the website it still says if you have a booking from july 1st and later your booking is confirmed and you're still coming so exactly anyway we'll see yeah it's a waiting game it is hopefully we get more information next week because obviously we'll still be stuck here next week will friends be open next week no they got another weekend (laughs) um no um there's there's Stuff happening yeah, May 11th. Week, right? It's on the 11th, so... Yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so next but week, only... we'll have a... It's a French... you're in a red zone or a green yeah. zone, orange and also, zone. Also, it's only happening if there's less than 3,000 people on, um, in the hospital on Thursday, and currently it's 3,809. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like we're getting out of this soon. Well, here we go. I, uh, I think ours is getting renewed as well, so... Hey, fun times. Yeah. All right. Well, the theme today for the music um, is... It's um, not Star Wars. We forgot. Who really wants to hear, like, you know, a Star Wars score? It's great, but, you know, on a podcast... With the movie. Wow. We could have done Hyperspace Mountain. We could have done Star Wars. We could have done Imperial March. Right. Is there anyone in the chat that doesn't like Star Wars, or is it just me? 
So I'm, I mean, a, I'm kind of a casual I, fan. Casual I have never watched it. Myself. I enjoy it in the parks. I have never watched yeah. it until November. So I mean, so the answer is the answer is yeah. We're all kind of not really got forced to be fans Star Wars. Yeah, I really. mean, I it, it's I love Star Wars. Rich, Star Wars. Sorry, for me, I love Star Wars. For yeah. me, I like the universe and I love the. Uh, yeah, just the universe, you know, the, the the landscapes, the planet, the characters, and everything. But I'm not hugely invested in like the story. I mean, I know obviously the basics, but like if you were to ask me about a specific like characters from like you know I don't know six movies ago, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I've only seen the sequel trilogy. That's my like biggest. Oh, right, yeah, go to the music. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay because you you were dead before the first one started. I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Elliot, go watch the original trilogy. I have disliked things. I know, you're disliked I think I have seen the original trilogy when I was like six. I don't remember. I've it. seen it all. Well, I've seen it It's, it's kids, grown so on I, me. I have not seen the original since I was a kid as well. Like, I watched on Saturday night, I watched The Empire Strikes Back, and it's just like, that is the perfect film sequel. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best films ever, as well. Like it's just brilliant. Yeah, it's a great film without being Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a great film in general. Yeah. So I will watch them all. So we're not going to play Star Wars music. The theme today is nighttime spectaculars. <laughs> and so I will take the first song. It's a short one, uh, and it is one of my favorite uh, soundtracks. Um, it's from Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland, which only ran for a year. I think. Oh, I love this show. Um, yeah, it was like a and show. It was really cute. Two years, I think. Two years? Like, sure. No, I think it was only had a grand, had a grand. I think it was just over because they then had like another six months being the grand finale or something, didn't they? True. Well, they might Fair have point. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. Um, but I mean, look at us with the elimination mm-hmm. for already five years, and um... feels like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And they, to and be they fair, have, we and they have like, like a year and a half shows that they just you know wipe it's away. Tokyo though, and Disneyland, like Disney World has a show for like fifteen years. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's from Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland, and the music is really cute. So we'll be back in two minutes with the quiz. See you in a bit. <laughs> is it finished?
this time. <laughs> time for the quiz. <laughs> we, had a bi- we had a biscuit filled conversation. <laughs> snack talk, snack talk. And um, pigeons. I have found the original quiz music. I'm quite proud of myself, Patrick. Yay! But now, it's Patrick, have four... you found the actual quiz? Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> ha- I finished it <laughs> moments ago, I think is the phrase. Um... <laughs> moments ago. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I'm good. Um, is there a theme this week? No, we no, we don't do themes anymore. No, if it's no, it's no. Apparently, people don't want themes, so people aren't getting oh, themes. I like themes. Okay, well, I'm oh, not. Like we, we've, you're the one who doesn't <laughs> like themes. Uh, one, two, three, four. Okay, we're well, sorry. Um, I had me. That song was so quick. I didn't even have time to write down everyone's name to count the score. Um, I know, because there's like ten of us on the show now. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. I'm ready. Okay. Are we okay. ready? So, do I'm we still ready. have to say your name? Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, I need to say, say it just to remind myself. Name. Okay, right. Question number one. Are we ready? All right. Let's yeah, go. Okay. In what year did Bob Chapek begin working for the Walt Disney Company? Oh, man. One. <laughs> Six. 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 Um, <laughs> Richie. Yep. Two thousand and ten. No. Elliot. Elliot. Nineteen ninety-three. No. Sorry. Nineteen ninety-three. Well done, Elliot. Oh my God. Wow. How did you guess that? Yeah. I remember. I read through the um, when he got CEO. I remember reading through the his bio. He worked at Heinz before. <laughs> Natural safety, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it all makes sense now. That's when he was trying to take the ketchup out of Casey's corner, that's what he was going to replace it with. It's all a conspiracy. Well, if he invented the Heinz means beans with Zs at the end, then I feel like that was a great promotion. That was like that was like genius, whoever took him up with that. Um, okay, question, question number two. Well, yes. Uh, question number two. To the nearest round number... How many stores can be found in Disney Springs? Oh, Richie. Yep. Sixty. Nope. Ben. Forty-five. Nope. Is it more or less? <laughs> it's more. Ah. It's round more. number. Is it ben. more than Richie? Friend. It's more than Richie. Yeah. Oh boy. David. Viv seventy-two. No. <laughs> David ninety. No. Uh, Jeff, 120. No. It's got to be less. It's less than 120. Are we counting uh, the restaurants? No, just shops. Oh. There's loads of tiny shops. Left. Well, yeah, that's why That's why it's a, it's a fun <laughs> quiz question. <laughs> Elliot, 100. <laughs> Who hasn't guessed yet? Are we counting Elliot, the cupcake um, shops where David and I met for the first time in 2004 or 5? Uh, sprinkles. They're romantic. Elliot. Oh, I love sprinkles. Correct answer 15. is a hundred. He got the correct answer. I oh, did. Elliot. I got it right. But Elliot already guessed it, didn't he? Gee, Elliot. Yeah, well, Elliot. Second guess, man. Maybe you exactly a hundred. <laughs> okay, then I, I won't give him a second guess. point, then, but the correct answer is a hundred. Okay. What? Uh, what, what, what? No, I want to contest. What? Can someone tell me what my first guess was, please? You can't contest. Wasn't that 72? I don't know. What, no, I, that was me. 
There's way too many people to be listening to. I have no (laughs) idea. Next question. Next question. Um, (laughs) What next question? Yeah. Oh, which? uh, Oh, okay. In what year did New Fantasyland officially open in Magic Kingdom? Elliot. Elliot. 2013. No. Richie. David. 2014. Richie. Um, 2012. Correct. But I feel like it wasn't finished and then dedicated in 2013. No, it was dedicated on the 6th of December 2012. So, there you go. Yeah, the cool flying gumbo. So, there. The mission wasn't even open, right? The dedicating ceremony is when it was officially opened, so that's what I found. Okay, great. They had the cool dragon and stuff, right? That was really cool. Yeah. Never seen again. Did Jordan Sparks selling it out as well, I think. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, next. Um, which park venue uh, held the world premiere for Disney's The Lone Ranger on June 22nd, 2013? No idea. Um, pa- like park or park venue? Park venue. It's a venue in one of the parks. Darren. Darren. I'm just going to... California Adventure? Yeah, but what's the venue? Oh. oh, the venue. Oh, oh. that's called. Oh. Um, uh, oh, I know that. Theater. Oh, wow. We didn't let Darren have his goal, but okay, Jeff, correct. <laughs> 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 I thought we were going to be fair play and let Darren have a little stab, but apparently not. Um, no. Okay, correct. It was the Hyperion Theater. Okay, the gloves uh, are off then, right. Yeah, I'm out. Get the sauce or belly. Yes, okay. Disney fan community. Like, we're not, this is not the best friends race. <laughs> um, next question. What's the name of the female host at the Lucky Nugget Saloon in Frontierland at Disney in Paris? Jeff. Jeff. Goldie Diamond? Um, no, that's puppet. the puppet. I want, I want the name of the female puppet. host. No, not the puppet. The female host. Jeez, no idea. Anyone? No, I think I've only ever had like the, the guy. I don't think I've ever had the girl. No, uh, we had the girl when we oh, went did to we? dinner. Yeah. I mean, um, Clementine was my host last time. She got us to her table. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the question. Then. Now, hey, I'll give you a clue. It's like a, it's a traditional girl's name, and a, like it's a very common girl's name. Like a French common. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of choices there. Come on, <laughs> Lucy. I don't know. No, not Lucy. Everyone just have a guess. No. Know. No, I got no idea. Don't know. Anyone? No. Oh. Pass. It's Char- it's Charlotte. Oh, no idea. What's her last name? <laughs> I don't know. She just says hi. My name is Charlotte, and then because I know that because I, I we talked to her one day when my parents were over, and she came over and she was talking to us, and I was like, "Is your girl?" It was like I was like, "What is your name really, Charlotte?" She was like, "No, it's Angela." I was like, "Hi, Angela." Awkward. <laughs> 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 Way to break the damn magic, Angela. Uh, yes, your name is Charlotte until you clock out. Come on. <laughs> she she was actually able to speak Irish to my parents. It was really weird. Um, my okay. name's Charlotte, but you can call me Angela. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Only um, in Paris, okay. people. Only in Paris. <laughs> Next question. What is the name of the quick service restaurant in Mystic Point in Hong Kong Disneyland? 
darn it. Oh, I knew this. I was literally looking at it yesterday. I thought it was like Mystic Delights or something like that. You were? Why? Wait, David. David. Explorers Club, right? Explorers Club Restaurants, yeah, correct. Well yeah. done, yeah. Oh. No way. Oh, that's, awesome. That's our name. Yeah, that's why no, it's not Mr. Outpost. It's not our name until like one day, like marketing went, do you know what will make this sell this place better? Let's just slap an elephant on it. It's on a pizza <laughs> outpost because that makes sense. In the jungle, everyone <laughs> eats pizza with the elephants. <laughs> Uh, um, there's some really cool things in that restaurant too. It's really depressing that they did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, elephants eat pizza. What can you say? It just literally but sells like, itself. But in that, there's some really cool like harkbacks to the tiki room and stuff. It's a, yeah, it's a really yeah. cool place inside. And then they turned into Starbucks. Yay. On that topic, I feel like um, I feel like Design Paris or Euro Disney at the beginning. A lot of things got like dumbed down from what the Imagineers did, and I feel like, yeah, for example, like in Shanghai, I don't feel like. I mean, obviously, we don't go there all the time. We maybe maybe they are too, but I feel like they're not like changing all the names because you know people don't understand. In Shanghai, it was dumbed down. In Shanghai, it was dumbed down already. But isn't Mickey Avenue enough of evidence of that already? Well, that's that's a really cool. Like it's, it's Adventureland, where this has been worse done, right? So yeah. you had the um, Adventureland Bazaar and all the kind yeah. of cool marketplace um, passageways mm-hmm. where they just went, uh, let's make this a buffet and put some tables yep. in there. It doesn't yeah. work, but at the same time, it kind of does. It's really bizarre. Um, there was the yeah, drum shop it, as well. Bazaar. It's really nice before. Agaba Cafe mm. is really nice, except if you sat in like the back room, which looks like a tent and it smells like plastic floors. But if <laughs> yeah. you're in the front part, it's nice. But they did it with Hakuna Matata as well, right? They, yeah. So it's Trust just it. that whole yeah. everything in the bench line, They just like went, oh, let's put a character on it and just see how it goes. Well, Agaba Cafe, they didn't. <laughs> they could have done an Aladdin restaurant and they didn't, which is mm-hmm. kind of dumb because I feel like that would have worked. <laughs> it's kind of like the one thing that would have worked yeah. they haven't done. I feel like Hakuna Matata isn't as bad as an idea as just sticking a re- like an elephant on the restaurant. It's like, who likes people? <laughs> yeah, Hakuna yeah, Matata definitely really works. I think that the theming yeah. works with the Lion King and everything. It's kind of like a good match. Yeah. And like I mean? international guests are all like, oh my god, there's a restaurant after the Lion King. This is so cool. Like, like there is, it is, it's pretty unique, I suppose. Yeah, no, no one's sort of like going, oh, I want to go to that restaurant. The one, you know, it's like the elephant that appears in Jungle Book for about 20 <laughs> seconds. I want to go to that one. And there's no mention of pizza, but it's heavily implied that he loves pizza. <laughs> and sometimes he even enjoys his microwave pasta. Like, if you, if you're gonna I don't understand it, how that needed to become a pizza place. Like, it's such a... It's such a... I mean, what research was done on that? Tony like, you know is so uh, pissed about that. Like, so pissed that they did that. No, but like, at least they could have leaned into it. Like, oh, here's the Jumbo Delight, where it's like a, just like a meat feast pizza, and not just yeah, it's kind of just the same things in Bella Note. But you're in the jungle now. Uh, yeah, here's the, a star the, pizza. But you know, I, I feel the like... same uh, thing as the Bella Note, right? So I think in Disneyland Paris, we complain about the food, yes, but all the restaurants, we even do. the fast food, they have like their own little thing, right? So none of them are exactly the same, many ways. 
And you get a bit Bello of a notte, box, don't you? Hatties, you get, get... just like, here, have the same menu. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh, pizza. Well, now Bella Notte your... has the pasta mm. meatballs, but yeah. Yeah, they can't. I don't think you can get them in in uh, in the jungle. They haven't found veal. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. I think. No, but I mean, like, no. I feel like um, uh, this location, and maybe maybe not back in the nineties, but these days, who doesn't have Chinese, Thai, Indian takeout? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, and so everyone oh. likes that food, and it would be such a perfect opportunity to have that kind of food in the park. It just does not exist. Like. A Bengal barbecue style menu inside town. Exactly, yeah. have something that's kind of like centered around like some curry or some Thai flavor. Oh, you, you don't even have to call it that. You can just yeah. call it something exotic and make this like fusion food. Burgers on a stick. Cafe de la Bruce as well. That's underutilized. That should be like a Bengal barbecue type thing. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know what you have to do is put a, put a little band in there, like the cowboy cookout, no. something like that, and you've got a bit of atmosphere. Yeah, but, but I think in France, in France, there's loads of like like Asian like buffet restaurants. Because I remember a while ago there was like talk that Colonel Heaties was going to become a buffet. Well, it was in the brochure, they announced it. Yeah, but I mean, there's also plenty of pizza places and burger places, and still we have them. No, but like if they just made the Colonel Heaties like change the name already, and then just put it into like like an Asian kind of like Chinese style buffet thing, because like I know we say about like you know different buffet, whatever, yeah. but like I, I feel like people would definitely go, like especially like French people, because like they like that's a thing that in every city, like I, like ten years ago when I started living in France, there was nowhere to get Chinese food anywhere outside of Paris, and now it's like every town has like a Chinese buffet place. It's everywhere. Yeah. So like I feel like it's a thing that like it would it would give a bit more diversity. It would mean a bit more kind of like you know like you won't be just seeing the same things all the time. And if they really wanted to, just set a little buffet up, and then you can charge thirty five euros for like things you're just on, like defrosting. Mm. Exactly. Something the buffet you could get for like nine ninety nine outside Disney, they could charge thirty four euros, and people would totally buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Anyway, okay, next question. Uh, Sorry. Quiz. Oh, it's a quiz. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Corpus on eliminations question. Oh, it's coming. Uh, which <laughs> character... Oh, I haven't read the question probably. Which character hosted the defunct Epcot show Kitchen Cabaret? Oh. Richie. Richie. No, Richie didn't the host it. Carrot? Sorry? A carrot. It's caught over a dick. No, but they have names, though. Oh. Yeah. They all have, like, puns. Like, their name is, like, yeah. a pun. Oh, um... Keith the carrot. No, David. it's David. No. David. David, sorry? Bonnie Appetit. That's correct. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yes, I remember this now. What is the, what is the pun? It's so funny. Bon I'm lost. Bonny appetit. Bon, bon, bon appetit. Ben, do you speak French? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Keep on <laughs> Now I've just got okay. veggie, 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 veggie fruit fruit in my head. Oh, oh my god. Veggie, veggie fruit fruit. Next question. In which Disney park can you find stores called La Petite Parfumerie, Harrington's Julian and Watches? Town Center Fashions and the Golden Galleon. Jeff. Jeff. That's Disneyland, no? Nope. Oh, I thought New Orleans Square. Elliot. Yeah, that's Elliot. what I was thinking. Tokyo Disneyland Park? 
Correct. Yes. Damn, Elliot is on fire tonight. Right? Google is on fire tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no Googling, Elliot. How would I have time to type those three shops in in the title? I don't know. (laughs) You only need to type in one to get the answer. Speed typing. But but that's not... I'm not cheating. No, we're joking. (laughs) How many days has Hong Kong Disneyland been closed for so far? Oh, boy. Oh, I know, Ben. One, it's yep. been 100. A 100 even, correct. Yeah. yeah. Really? Because, 100 today? Because I saw it on Twitter today. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. where I got the question from. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um, you know, HKDL of Fantasy or Main Street, yeah. Yeah. Main Street Gazette or one of those. Yeah, I think it's HKD, HK, 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 HKDM Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yes. love their page. They, they do a really good job over there with fan accounts. Yeah. Like they have like a mm-hmm. few mini DLP reports. Yeah, really <laughs> the only thing I don't like, and I, again, I'm not having a criticism, but the only thing I don't like is because like we're so far away, they sometimes put like literally like 60 seconds videos on YouTube. I'm like, honey, I'm here for 10 minutes. Like, let's give me some more. <laughs> like, like, no, but like I understand. It's like, oh, here, here's the thing. But I want to be like, no, you can stay for 10 minutes, and I will literally watch it all. Yeah. Uh, but that's probably just me because I've not nothing to do with my life. They do um, a really okay. good job at going close to the entrance and taking those like. Big yeah, camera photos uh, of the castle, which yeah. is almost done, mm-hmm. actually. My least favorite Disney castle, but that's okay. Well, you have um, to see it in person. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, it does not hold a lot. It's, it just feels like a mismatch, and you can see it way from where you're not meant to see it. And it's, oh, yeah. it's just not, like, I feel like I should have just taken the old castle away and started from scratch. Yeah, start again. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. I don't know, I'm excited. I think it's I'll wait to see it. Construction-wise, it's really clever. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Fact, like slotting that thing on top, is, like it looks insane. It's like, yeah, so, so imagineering. Yeah. Like. yeah. Okay. How many countries are represented at World Showcase in Epcot? Richie. Richie. Eleven. Co- uh, correct. Yeah. Well done. Wow. I'll give you an extra point if you can name them all. Okay. Um, we start at. We're going left around there. So we started oh, Mexico. Oh, you go left, do you? <laughs> I'm, I know. Oh, yeah, it's left. tradition. You always start left. You always start yeah. with Mexico. You go left because you start at the tequila bar in Mexico. Because if you go right, you have to start with beer in Canada. Where it's easier to start with the tequila in Mexico than the beer in Canada. So so this is all about alcohol and not culture. You have, yeah. name, you have to name them in order, Richie. Of going left? Yeah, whatever way you want to go. Okay, so uh, yeah, Mexico... Yep. Then does that lead to Norway? Yep. Mm-hmm. Then is it Italy from there? No, China. No. China. China. No. Oh, China. And then Germany. China. Germany. Germany. Italy. Italy. America. Japan. 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 Morocco. Morocco. Japan. Japan, Morocco, France, France, UK, uh, UK, then Canada, UK, Canada, that weird African thing in the middle somewhere, and then oh, the yeah, bees. Like a... Then they have the bees yeah. stand. The bees. <laughs> <laughs> the bees at Joffrey's. <laughs> Bee movie. <laughs> Which temporary attraction replaced Muppet Vision 3D in Disney California Adventure? Richie. Yep. 
um, the, the direct replacement for it that came straight after. Uh, or like the one that's currently rolling. Sorry? So like the one that directly replaced it or the one that's on now? No, the one that directly replaced it, yeah. Um, Did they show Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in there? Uh, maybe, but this isn't the answer I have. Okay. <laughs> and was it not the Frozen... Sing-along. Yeah, it was frozen. Sing-along. Yeah, frozen. Yeah, for the first oh. time in forever, frozen sing along celebration it opened on. So the Muppets closed on November fourth, two thousand fourteen, and yeah. then the Frozen started in two thousand fifteen. They closed Muppet Vision for three D for frozen sing along. Frozen was hugely yeah. popular. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, yeah. But, like, but also, it sort of fits into that whole like Disney tradition of like closing a theater and then going. I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag studio the superior version <laughs> is um, Hollywood studio, studio theater, Discoveryland theater. <laughs> was it a bit of a Philharmagic version, Richie? Let's hmm? just refer. Was it a bit of a Philharmagic version? Um, no, I think it was like the full show. I think, or they might not have had Sweetums. I don't know actually. I don't know much about it. I only know like the MGM Hollywood Studios version. I didn't even know they had it. Mm-hmm. Only for a short while. Uh, okay, next. Um, which abandoned Disney venture was codenamed Project Lester? Project what? Sorry, you broke Projects. up. Project Lester. Which abandoned Lester. Disney venture Lester's was Possum Park? Co- <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but someone is typing. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. I'm me. Will I give you? Will I give you a multiple choice? Okay. America. Sorry. Your so quiz is hard Disney's today. America. Elia. Was it Disney's America? Nope. Okay. See, I'm not cheating. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, cheating just by throwing the answer. <laughs> will I give you? Will I give you two answers, and you can choose between which one? Okay. Okay. Uh, Dubai Disneyland or Disney Wharf at Sydney Harbour? Oh. Dubai Disneyland. Oh, I think yeah, it's the Sydney one. They looked into they Sydney, I think, didn't they? Because they did study a park in Australia. They did, yeah. I think it's a Sydney one. Yeah, yeah. it is. I know that's a thing. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I but don't they, know who to get put... points on that one. I feel like it's a team effort. So everyone. Yeah, it's a team effort. <laughs> I feel like it's a point. <laughs> It was there. Didn't they say there was maybe not enough visitors or something because the, the country has less population than they thought. Well, it's very sparsely at, populated. Well, yeah. uh, when they, they were looking at uh, before Hong Kong Disney, and they were apparently looking at Australia, and then uh, they were, Eisner was like, "No, Hong Kong." And then they were looking at it again in two thousand and seven, but they abandoned it for like, yeah, for like yeah, because yeah, they had uh, some data that said that Australians just travel to Asia. So what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay, and the last question is so the, Ben is on two, Richie's on two, Elliot's on two, David's on two. Oh, wow. Mm. So let's just have it for those and whatever, whatever. Um, so, uh, <laughs> which, Disney, which Disney theme park opened 13,534 days ago? 
Uh, Have a guess, Ben. Hold on, I'm trying to count. Which park uh, is it? So which did David. you ask? David. David. Yep. Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, that's your guess. What's your guess, Elliot? 13,000. Oh, Ben. Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay, Ben, uh, Elliot. Guess. If I want to guess Tokyo Disneyland as well. But that's not part of the game. Uh, Richie? Oh no, 13,000 days. Uh, yes, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben, I think you're right. No, that's yeah, less. That would have Because it's that's about 15 oh. years. Um, Tokyo Disney Sea. Well, I feel like I'm just going to give it to David because he was the first one to say it. Yeah, the correct answer was Tokyo Disney. Because you said David first. Oh, <laughs> David buzzed in first. He did. Yeah, it's like 30 something years, right? So that's um, yeah, it's 444 months. And whatever that <laughs> is. Um, this has been a controversial quiz this week. <laughs> when, has not, when has it ever been plain sailing, Jeff? When we <laughs> started to like contest so, the game master. So there you go. Correct. So the, the winner this week. The winner this week with three points is David. Congratulations. <laughs> I think we can agree we're all stunned at this. <laughs> I'm not stunned with the type of questions you were pulling out the other day. Like, what is this goon from this tiki god from Tokyo? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> this goon from the tiki god. <laughs> hey, he's on a he's on a table in the Tower of Terror. <laughs> right. Oh, um, <laughs> he is. Is that like the in um, Tokyo? Disney Sea, yeah, because they have like a weird little, like uh, what's he called? Um, Shuriki That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but, like really pushes of so. All right. Well, thank you, Patrick, for another fantastic quiz. Patrick. Congrats, Patrick. I finished like at least five minutes before you called me. <laughs> what were you doing all day? <laughs> I was actually working. Okay, like surprised. I, I'm, I'm the most surprised out of everyone that I was working today. Teaching so. <laughs> the future generations <laughs> of kids. Well, yeah, um, that's pretty much yeah, that's what, what I was doing all day. So, as usual, uh, you get to pick the song after the quiz, and it's a nighttime spectacular. Which one is it going to be? Oh, uh, yeah. I I, cho- I wanted Illuminations, but I was vetoed hard by Ben. A veto. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. No. I went for the next best thing. I went for um, Ignite the Dream in Shanghai Disney. Which is exactly the same. Oh, it's not true. exactly the same. <laughs> How does that get past you, Ben? <laughs> and has... Ben let me have it. I know, a, a cute story, though. When I travelled all the way to Shanghai Disneyland, we spent like three days in the town before we went to Disneyland because I was there with my best friend Shane and I was like oh like he knew if we went to Disneyland Forest I would be like well I'm staying here for the week you can just go and do Shanghai <laughs> so we, we got there and we booked into the like Toy Story Hotel and we were there the night before we were going in for our first day and there's like the end of in their downtown Disney you can actually stand on the bridge which is a, like a pedestrian bridge that goes to the car park you, but you can get a view, don't you you can get a proper good view of the castle. So I remember yeah. uh, watching Ignite a Dream from there and just sobbed my heart because I was in Shanghai Disney. So yeah, pretty cool. Memories. I can't wait to go. I'm supposed to go this year, but obviously at this yeah. point, I have, I think this is pretty much a done deal. Um, yeah. All right, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going, I'm going mid-October. It's towards the end, right? I actually yeah. have tickets to China for mid-October. And so let's see. Anyway. Um, 
All right, so let's listen to Ignite a Dream and then uh, not the whole thing, just the theme song, and then we'll be back in three minutes. It is, it is kind of the same. Guys, why do I bother telling you we're back on the air? Um, we're all reacting to the song. We're all like, <laughs> it is illuminations. It's a nice version. It is kind of the same song, isn't it? But there's like another version that has some different lyrics. No, the, the, the version that we have is the one that they used during the trials that they changed. Yeah. Right. With the guy. Is that, did, did your one that you played have a girl or a guy? Girl. Yeah, it's only oh. the demo that has the guy. 
Really? I thought it was full yeah. time. Had the guy. I don't know. I looked finale. up "Ignite what? the Dream" song, and that's what I came. <laughs> and isn't that isn't over there the opening in Mandarin and the ending in English, or the other way around? Yes. Yeah, something like that. I think. Okay, that is not what I had. Oh, it, is it, my apologies. It, you just accidentally play illumination. I might have. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might. You'll have to like check on the replay on the podcast feed to see what I played. <laughs> Please send me angry messages. <laughs> so Patrick got his way. <laughs> yeah. Yay! He might have, but Jeff, you have the next like, song, you know. So you'll, in all you know. fairness, in all fairness, like, like I know the middle of Illuminations creates a lot of like you know mixed feelings from people, but the oh. start and the end are pretty legit. It brings you where you so need like, to go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. uh, yeah, it's like here's all the music and here's all the lights and here's all the fireworks. It's like mm-hmm. it's like if it just did the start and the end, it would be a great show. Yeah. About a month before the show debuted debut they released like a video of the opening playing on the castle model and i was like oh i think this could be quite good i'm quite excited <laughs> Look yeah. as I know. and then, <laughs> then you saw it yeah oh dear i remember on debut night me and seb we stood together and watched it and then neither of us said anything for like five minutes after we just turned each other and went oh i remember watching the live stream and just thinking oh dear it was garbage, yeah. especially following John Legend as well. Like you just watch John Legend play live, and it was so nice. And then you get well, that. even following dreams, like you go from dreams into yeah. illumination. It's like, what mm-hmm. the hell have you done? I, yeah, I remember being at the press event for the twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. I did for the first time, the and then night. and then uh, that's so, the first time I met you at the ends. Of, maybe were you at the press event? I was at the press event. But then I remember at the end, at the end of the of the performance, like obviously all the like Disney comms people and like the yeah. VIPs and all like were around us, and like I kind of turn around and then they look at me and they were like, "Yeah," <laughs> <laughs> because they saw my face and I was kind of like, "Oh." Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened. You know, <laughs> I mean, like Disney animation is not. On on the grand scale of things, it's an impressive show. Obviously. But on the you know Disney it's not even properly on the Disney bubble world, it's just kind of like eh. I have a, I have yeah. a lot of friends who like who are not Disney people and who really 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 enjoy Illuminations. Mm. I, like, I, think, I think it is impressive. I think it's a good show if you're if you're not immersed into this. Like Ben said, if you have no the, context, the whole Disney no. shows and yeah, if you have no context, this thing can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and that's the thing. Like, if they do the guest satisfaction surveys, it comes out high. Of course, it does. Did Ooh, you enjoy yeah. the fireworks? Yeah, it was pretty, and things went bang. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's exactly what I want from the yeah. show. As a yeah, guest. but but if you watch on the on the watch parties with the videos there and the, all the comments, everyone's going, "Oh, we've got to go and see this. We've got to go. We must go. We must go." There's, exactly. Oh. What you mean, um, Disneyland Paris fireworks, as it's now called. The casual, the casual theme park guests who go every few years or with their families and stuff like this is what this is who this show is made for. You know, they called the research people and they were like, "Give me a list of the eight most popular." Movies I think they even did that in Europe and then yeah. no, of, yeah, I don't think of they did China, that. and then <laughs> the beast. Played them in Europe. 
yeah. I, mean, well, I think what the selection of films and things are not bad. It's just every, how everything's stitched together. It's just not very good. I think it's bad. And they also it. put all the good films in dreams, so like they're kind of strip the choice, you know. But you can see it. it's like parades. Like just because the Lion King is in one parade doesn't mean it can be in the next parade. Like it's a bit still... different for a spectacular though, because like unless you choose a different song. Well, they've kept the Lion King, for example. Yeah, but it's different oh, song. Yeah. They keep trying to make Finding Nemo a thing in these nighttime shows, and I just don't feel it. Yeah, stop trying to make Finding Nemo happen, like, anywhere. That's a cute movie, but leave it It doesn't work on Parade, and it doesn't work on Illuminations. And the transition from Pop into Star Wars as well. (laughs) Awkward silence. I mean, Star Wars on the castle is just kind of like... I mean... Could you imagine... Yeah. I just don't have oh. any of that. It's, like it's huge for I had like a special event, dreams, right? but, Yeah. Mm. Although it the is pirates, cool, like, good. The sound system pirates is so cool. good when when the when the Star yeah. Wars music starts playing. It's like you know, it's really good. And when they, but as well, because it wakes everybody up. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's right after. It's right after Beauty and the Beast. Maybe no. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. after a very long, lot of slow songs, and then it's like, oh, what? What's this? What? <laughs> so that's exactly the bit when they turn... so it's an awkward pause, and then it just goes to Chewy. The up balloons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I really yeah. miss the tangled bit. The tangled bit of dreams oh, was just beautiful. Yeah. I know. And like, it's that's, that's how you put a slow and, song and, in there. Yeah. And I miss the vaccine was the best. I love the facilier bit as well. The facilier bit. Oh, yeah. The bit when the screens used to work was extra amazing. Oh yeah, when they had yeah. the eyes yeah. on each side, yeah. they were like uh, blinking metal eyes. Yeah. It was so Discoveryland at the same time. It was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, it was brilliant. That was so <sighs> good. Happily Ever After actually lifted quite a lot from Dreams. If you watch certain scenes and like certain clips from Happily Ever After, there's like certain animation points and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, they literally lifted like the uh, the Hunchback scene and like the friend like me scene. But I don't mind because. Like the hunchback scene is so they were good. like, oh, this stuff's good. They were the only ones who yeah. realize it. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably like, why did they remove this from their show? This is like the best. Yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair, to be fair, dreams have been going for five years, and it was time to change it. So it's not, it's not the question. Okay. Is not was like... it time? Was it time to change it though? Yes, they could have added a few new scenes. Yeah. Been... the original time. Road... No, it was yeah. time well, to the, change it. The problem with dreams was that the, the the projections were so tired after that yeah, period yeah. and i remember watching it just before it went just going yeah this is a bit tired now yeah because yeah. it's always the same story I, we've been seeing it for five yeah. years and, and the yeah. technology <laughs> wasn't so sharp yeah yeah i guess they could have upgraded dreams and put like a pirate scene in it and stuff like that they didn't have to change the like you leave they, the start they, at the end just change the middle bit they said that dreams was going to run for 10 years 10 years when they first invested in it but you know guess guess they changed their mind. It's not like they 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 run a fireworks for 20 years. Yeah. They'll run illuminations in Netflix for 20 years. It's not like they're against running things forever. But you know, Disney and Paris, they change it quicker because at least they can sell it as new. We have a new nighttime show when it's literally just the same thing, but they've just kind of reworked it. Like compared to like the attractions we'd have if every, every cheap new thing they added, they put all the money together. But I mean, like, I don't understand. It's so easy to change one scene and do a whole marketing campaign and get everyone to come back to see it. But I think Paris's marketing is very much like, here, we have a brand new thing. It doesn't matter that it's only slightly different. It's brand new. Yeah, but they don't do that with Illuminations. 
Well, they did. No, but they did for the 25th anniversary. They were like, new or yeah. fantastic nighttime show. New or brand new parade. New. new hyperspace. Yeah. Hyperspace Mountain. That's, that's their thing, right? Everything has to be new. Hyperspace. Yeah. The is they can only focus on one thing for the year. And they could, like... Like last year it was Marvel, this year it was Lion King and Jungle, the year before 25th. Like they have their one big thing for the year and they only put resources on that. So everything else kind of sort of falls by the wayside a bit and doesn't get as much attention. You look at at the way the US parks market themselves, it's just like, come to Disneyland, it's freaking magical. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is, it's Disneyland. (laughs) But I mean, the, the good news is that. We have an anniversary in two years, and there are plenty of new franchises that are doing great, like Coco, like Moana, the music, and um, you know probably a few other films. So hopefully, these make it into the parades and the nighttime shows, and not just you know more Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, new Finding Dory parade. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, the float in Stars on Parade is, finding is a Dory. Finding Dory float. Because there's like Dory's parents, even though remember they were missing yeah. for like eight months or something, because they were on or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that was oh, yeah, the yeah. elimination bashing. Any anything else negative you guys have to say about eliminations? No. Yeah, elimination sucks. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, well, we have questions, so let's just get right into it. We're already at questions. Wow, we're well, speeding we through. Are. I mean, it's been an hour and 25 minutes already of shows, people. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies. Time flies when you're bashing illuminations. What can you say? <laughs> we could go for hours. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, well, there's a... the first question is about something else we're going to be able to bash. Um, Yay. It's from... <laughs> It's from Eduardo, and he says, because today is May the 4th, I told you we'd speak about May the 4th again, um, when will hyperspace go? What do you think it's com- what do you think is coming after? Uh, and why has it been going. here so long? Does anyone like it? No. I, don't hate well, it. I mean, it's a roller coaster, well, well, right? So it's, it's fun, fun. Yeah. like when you're riding it, but like, I wouldn't have it by choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun it when it sense. works properly. I feel like even the projections. I feel like in the projections, even in the inside, is like so outdated. Like regardless if you put like Mission Two or like the yeah. uh, La Lune, I feel like do you know when you're like seeing the Death Destroyer or Star Destroyer or whatever? I don't you know see what the it is. Frame yeah. it's like, and I literally yeah, it's so all, bad. see all the pixels. And I'm like, oh, it's 62 pixels. It's like. <laughs> And I'm kind of like, I wish Boy. that they would have, like, cut some white screens, the shape of the ship, and then yeah. you can project it's on it, and even if you, like, make it slightly bigger and then make it go smaller, it will still give yeah. the effect of it moving right. without having, like, all this sort of, like, white space around it. It really, I mean, you really yeah. see the screen and, like, the square mm-hmm. of the projector, and then you have the ship in the middle. It's, it's all about. kind of stupid. To be honest, I don't really remember it. I've only done it like four or five times. Really? It's got some good bits in it. It's got bits where, like, when the X Wings are like dive bombing and stuff, and the way that the coaster yeah, does that is quite cool. Yeah, they yeah. do have some cool LED yeah. things. 
There are some but the projections are still like less than SD. It's like oh, I like I, I, I feel like regardless of whatever pl- replaces it, I hope there'll be money to at least re- like replace the monitor, uh, the projectors, yeah. or whatever. And it, yeah, it re- or, or even the, the onboard music as well, because that's quite often. It's been broken, and it's the it's the twenty fifth anniversary in June, isn't it? This year. Yeah. 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 Wait, ninety. Yeah. Wait, it opened in ninety-five. 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 Twenty. Yeah. So twenty-five years. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty-five yeah. years. Yeah, it's yeah. twenty-twenty. I thought it was. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah, next. I don't know what next I month. thought it was. <laughs> well, so they're actually yeah. gonna. They were gonna have sort of one of these free infinity AP parties for it, weren't they? Were um, they? Yeah, they were gonna oh. do the fucking mm-hmm. original music mm-hmm. into it, like that oh. stuff. But. Yeah. Uh, but we will it's have really a... the teeth when you watch um, Imagineering Story. And they talk about how it's like the new crown jewel of Imagineering and stuff like that, like the Renaissance. And they talk about Space Mountain. <laughs> you just think about what it's turned into, and it's just like such a kick in the teeth. Like, what, what what you, guys, you guys all know that my problem with Discoveryland in general is what they've done with it. Like, yeah, they trashed it. Yeah. But the problem is, like, my main yeah. problem with with Hyperspace Mountain is that you have this beautiful themed building, and when they made the decision yeah. to make this building in particular with this cannon. You just, you. This is a commitment, you know. It yeah. is there, yeah. and this is a commitment to the story. And you yeah. know, when you build icon. something like this, you know, when you build yeah. like you know Space Mountain in, in the US, it's a white building. You have more yeah. room to sort of imagine what you want to put inside. Our building is just meant for the storyline. So they knew when they <laughs> built it that it couldn't be changed, and yet they changed it. The and Columbia now it makes had absolutely no you into sense. It makes absolutely would... no sense. There's no way you can make this canon work with Star Wars ever, at all. right? Like at all. Like, no, but I, mean, I would even less. Even if you paint it blue, like I would it... be okay to have. I would be okay to have like a very temporary overlay. Like I would overlook it for like say, like say they want to bring for May the Fourth, for like, example, all this week or all for... this month, make it Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if they want to bring it back for like oh, like the Star Wars seasons that they used to do, or like. The, the like yeah they want to bring it back from May the 4th and it's like oh you've got a month to try it as hybrid like I'd be totally okay if they did it for a month but like it's been three years yeah. now let's the sign is so temporary they took the old sign off and put High Space Mountain on and you can still see the back supports of the old sign like stuff like that just great but look, look how quickly Disneyland could just change theirs yeah it was overnight it's incredible how quickly they can not- do that there's not a whole lot to change. It's like flicking a switch, or like, and we're putting this projection on now instead of like a death destroyer or whatever. No, but you know the, right. the reason I mean, for all this nothing is, makes sense there. The reason yes. for all this is the same as illuminations and as you know why they they change you know the once upon a dream parade into into magic on parade. It's just marketing needs to say there's something new and it is a cheap way, mm-hmm. fast way to use a popular franchise, and then you can have a whole campaign on how there's mm-hmm. a new Star Wars attraction. You know, the US and, builds and every... Galaxy's Edge and we just change the music and the video and, and we have a new Star Wars attraction. It's sad, isn't it? Because they should just have confidence in their, in the product that's there. Yeah, and, and there's a way they don't. Like I said, but... like the marketing is just like, it should be come to Disneyland because it's Disneyland. It's magical. You and, can be shot to the moon. Yeah. The problem is not so much... Like, uh, we have a Lion King thing now. Uh, okay, great. 
But the, the, would... the problem is not so much Disney. It's, it's, I feel like it's more the consumers, you know, because the consumers will not react to, hey, we have a new Jill Verne's upgrade. You know, no, like, but they, of course they bang. won't. But they well, react bang. to, here, here's a family. They're having the time of their lives. This is the, you know, you're going to cherish this for the rest of your life. Like, that's what people react to. They react to no, emotion. Like, they, they will, like, I feel, I genuinely feel, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm probably a bit, like, extreme on this, I genuinely feel, regardless of what the theme a roller coaster is, people are like, oh, hey, it's a roller coaster. I want to do a roller coaster. I, I'm pretty much certain that, like, you would get the same amount of wait times if it was Space Mountain Mission 3 or yeah. if it was Hyper Space Mountain because people want to go... Space Mountain is a household name across sort of the western world they, in itself. but they just like want a roller coaster they don't really care what it's like they're like okay i want to go on a roller coaster they're not like oh yeah. i want to go on a roller coaster that's themed a wild west train that's running away through a wine train they're like oh my god big tournament let's do it it's a roller coaster like, do you know what i mean <laughs> i am not going on this ride because it's themed to jules Verne. <laughs> like, no, but you, no but you know what i mean they they need a marketing campaign and when you have a yeah. new marketing campaign you need something to say and so you can't do a marketing campaign saying like, hey, Old Space Mountain got upgraded with new lighting and colors. No, but like, but you wouldn't you would say that. But if you just go and say, that. Space Mountain is now Star Wars. Yeah, but it's been three years and we kind of we're kind of we kind of got the message and I don't, I can't remember the last time they were like, oh yeah, they did for um season Legends of the Force. They were like, go oh, and try Hyperspace Mountain. But like, I don't know how, how far they're dining out on uh, like hyperspace men i feel like basically what they 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 could have gotten twice as much pr of it by saying keeping hyperspace mountain around for whatever legends of the force was running to and then having a thing on it back by like oh come and try space mountain mission three or mission two or whatever they could have got even twice as much run out of it but they just kind of got lazy and were like man we've said it's hyperspace mountain and we'll just keep it like that for like ever yeah i agree i agree yeah. i think that is also a better uh, because they could have a marketing campaign every year saying that every year in may for example, yeah. Space Mountain becomes half a Space Mountain, and then June first it goes back to the good old, you know. And for Halloween, it could become but, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy and have some monsters in there all of November, all of October, and then just yeah. go back on November first as normal. And then you have normal Space Mountain for ten months a year, and then you have two special Space Mountains. Sure, but I mean, like the Christmas Space campaign Mountain doesn't always have to be <laughs> single like, night. Here, here is a new thing. Like the advertising is that why you call it? Be, <laughs> Sorry. The advertising campaign can be, you know, here is something that is just magical, and I think people do react to that. Like they reacted to the um, the duck commercial. Disney was stupid and just pulled it like straight away, but that thing went viral, and all mm-hmm. the comments, if you look on the news websites, were. Oh my gosh, it's Disney, it's so magical, we should all go. Like, I don't know, there's just no confidence in the product and marketing, and it's really depressing. Exactly, that's my obsession with like, Synergy, right, as well. They're all about like how like all this shit that we sell to people, like products and stuff, how that fits in with the parks. They just want everything to be linked in with each other, and I don't yeah. think they see beyond that anymore. And it's, it's a bit sad, because like, well, we can't sell Space Mountain anywhere but in the park. Or if you get somebody to go and see Star Wars, and then go and buy loads of Star Wars toys after, and that, and that's a bit sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of brings back to the point. If they actually had any decent Space Mountain merch, we would actually buy it. But that's like, a, take your bingo card off there because that's merchandise's problem. Like, if they actually made decent Space Mountain merch, like you know those little um, 
the, the the way they did the really terrible quality Hollywood Tower Hotel like mock up thing. If they did like a Space yeah. Mountain one yeah. and made a great quality, that's the thing like all like fans would want. Not even yeah. because oh I like Space Mountain. It's like I like Disneyland Paris and this is like represents the place that I like more than anywhere else. Like, like we were talking the other day how this building got put on the Mickey ninety worldwide celebration match. Like it's an iconic building. Yeah, yeah it is iconic. So the, the other question is from uh, Kohn, and I'm grouping them by theme. Kuhn, sorry, Kuhn, and <laughs> I will never learn. Uh, uh, he says, now that Galaxy's Edge is completely open, uh, how do you look back on this project? Do you think it, make the, it met the high expectation? And knowing now what WDI can deliver, what would your dreamland for uh, Walt Disney Studio uh, be? And should Star Wars Galaxy's Edge be canceled in Paris? Yes. <laughs> this is a this is a loaded question. It did not yeah. meet my expectation, but that's not Imagineering's fault. Agreed. Yeah, totally um, agreed. So let me. Uh, I for me, um, I was... I'm a fan of theming and themed environment and all that front. It delivered 100. percent But for someone yeah. who is not in a Black Spire Outpost, huge yeah. fan. Um, a lot of the details were probably lost story wise and also mm. because it doesn't take place in a in a in you know, the three the first three movies that were released, so like, you know, four, five, six. Um I did not really recognize a lot of the iconic stories and characters of Star Wars in it. So for me it's kind of like, okay, well this Chewy, but like a lot of most of the rest, you know, like I don't know, I feel like you don't you don't see you don't see the classic characters that you used to see at, for example, Star Wars Weekends, and mm-hmm. that you see in Paris. So, I love the immersion and I love the whole thing, and it's really fun. Uh, but I feel like to me, it's not really Star Wars. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. but yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I think so, probably I probably it's more, it, they wanted to make it more it timeless. But I feel like those characters are timeless already. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know if there was really a need to like make it more timeless than that because there are already icons you know like Darth Vader yeah you know. yeah, yeah. I know. do you think we saw the dream that's what it was you know do you think it was just Disney's way to try and kind of convince itself that their new movies were just going to be as cherished as the old ones and they kind of 100%. took a bet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they, wanted, uh, they wanted to make sure they rely on the new way. movies to make those more yeah. profitable because it's all the tie-ins and the this and that yeah. and and also laying the space for future developments, you know, TV series, yeah. movies, like you could totally fit a Mandalorian story in there. You can just like shoehorn it somewhere somehow it would work. But if the whole thing is well, really themed the to timeline, like, but... yeah, but I mean, you know, you but know. it is in the timeline because it is referenced in Solo. I watched Solo um, yeah. last weekend I mean, and but, uh, but like, they, they, like, there's like a really throwaway line really kind of like, but like if the whole land is like the it. death star basically you're kind of stuck with that and then you can't really go in other directions very easily yeah um, i was really surprised when i went to the gallery because i'm not a, like a i'm i'm not a star wars fan but i am like an imagineering and like did like whatever disney can do kind of fan and i went there like it's not like it's really cool but like i was really 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 surprised that even uh, like i tried um rise of the resistance and that was really cool and I was really kind of just surprised at how kind of indifferent I kind of felt about it all because like it, it did feel like a great atmosphere, but I I felt like there was something missing. It just didn't really feel. I think I think what's missing is kind of the 
the, the, connect, the connectivity of it, the noise. Because yeah. all the rides yeah. are in show buildings. So you, it's a big yeah. Thunder Mountain, you can hear that. You, mm-hmm. there's, there's no something, you can't, don't hear things it as come much. Alive. Yeah, yeah. Alive, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's very lightly. Here, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was, everything was cut. Exactly. The whole you can literally walk around the land and see all of the stages which are built into the land, which yes, just have stuff yes. dumped mm-hmm. on them. It's kind of like this isn't a purposely built stage. But I feel like even like, like wow. they could have had more yeah. like droids, even like not ones that roam around. Cut. They could have like fixed <laughs> droids that do different things yeah. or have more yeah. things that Party move. Like sprite. So I think it's me, so funny think, that they tried to make like such they do promoted it as such like an interactive land and all this kind of stuff when in reality i think it's the least interactive land they've ever made in a way mm-hmm. because it feels like I you're walking it was around like a, like a prop room i mean like, it was like you will get a reputation and it will follow you around the land <laughs> yeah that lasted <laughs> oh, yeah. you will have a story i also yeah, think that they, were so the obsessed, they were so obsessed with making it able to deal with large crowds that it loses yeah. some of its charm because the walkways are so great they tried to turn the whole thing into a product instead of making the land the product itself. Like, so much of it is pay extra, like the lightsabers and the droids and everything, that mm-hmm. they put more focus on commercialising the land yeah. instead of making the land a yeah. commercial success. Yeah. And they cut the damn seat ticket. If you look in Pandora, ticket. when you walk around at night, you can see that the land is so alive, and it's only done with like lights yeah. and sounds, basically. But you see all the mm-hmm. plants. I mean, some of them move a bit, but I mean, mostly it's just the lighting changes and yeah. you know, those noises I, and everything. And you feel like the whole yeah. place is alive. Light. But in Galaxy's Edge, it is a bit still. I think. Though, Do you remember um, for me, a Galaxy's Edge? Your body shared that you threw on Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, I think Galaxy's Edge is. Yeah, I think Alex's idea is really, really detailed, and it really pleases me as a place to be. But I think, I think if out you just add, if you add in that streetmosphere, because I think that's probably the key ingredient that's missing, right? Definitely the key. Yeah, yeah definitely. some villagers, some droids. Yeah, mm-hmm. the people who live there. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah. I think you add I think that stuff I'll, in, and all of a sudden it feels like a land. Because like it feels like a place, right? And yeah, I think that's going to be great. So how much time did we all spend in Disneyland in August, right? And we didn't yeah, hang out yeah. in Galaxy's Edge apart from in the cantina. We hung oh. out in like New Orleans Square because that's like yeah. a nice place to be. Um, yeah, and Galaxy really doesn't care. have that. You don't want to sit. You don't want to get a drink and sit and hang out. You just want to go into the rides, no. have a New walk Orleans around. Square itself has more streetmosphere than the whole of Galaxy's Edge. I mean, I went to Galaxy's Edge oh, a yeah. lot. Basically, every day I would spend at least an hour there, but. But you just, went there for three days. Oh wow, really? But, but just an hour because yeah, because I was excited yeah. and I wanted to see it at night and I wanted to like eat at the canteen and I wanted to you know ride again and just be there because to me you know I've been to Disneyland many times and that was kind of the new thing. But it is true that like after an hour there, you know, you just kind of walk around and you know you God. look at you look at everything and you're like, okay, well. Well, I think, I think, like I said a minute ago, right, it's just a living place that isn't living. And I think, I think the yes. fixes, to be honest, are really easy. Right. They just cost yeah. money. Yeah. Humans. They it's have already humans there. Yeah, just ready humans. To be they need, they need more humans in that. Yeah. yeah they, just but, employ some more people. But, you know, maybe I think come. all of a sudden you're great. It will come. I mean, now, now obviously, we're going to mm. be in like, you know, 
<laughs> austerity for like the next five years but uh, yeah <laughs> but almost I, i'm scared that it won't so i feel like once you've learned with these disney products once they're released there's very minimal changes to them you know True. i i think it will come just because i think no. eventually they'll just realize that it's the right thing to do yeah. But do you not think they're making the same mistakes twice now that they're trying to get all these people to work in Avengers Campus to have a superhero backstory? Do you not think that oh, like, just, they're, they're, they're just going to like try and cheat right, it again? I, but I, I think these things won't happen until there's a leadership change. Like, Yeah, I mean, you, know, you that. know that like Marie-Pierre from you know France is not going to have a Marvel backstory after the first month. Yeah, <laughs> the first person I asked in Galaxy's Edge what was their backstory was, and they were like, "Oh, I just, I just work here for the credits." Like they obviously were fed up of being asked, so they tried to make a joke yeah. out of it. She will be, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure it's some cast it. members will get into it, but it, I don't yeah. know if it'll be land. A lot wide. of the Rise cast members are awesome. Like the videos that I've seen of all the Rise casts, like some of yeah. them really get into the role, like the ride operators and stuff. But you sort of had to like audition like, for those. Do you remember did, yeah, when, they surprised, when they surprised cast members in Disneyland and Disney World later on um, yeah, to tell them sweet. that they were going to be opening crew for Galaxy Z? People were so excited. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think the land sort of. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, um, I mean, we the, didn't last, the, the last part of the question, though. The last bit yeah. of the question is uh, should we have it in Paris? I mean. <sighs> no. I don't know. I, I don't think know. the issue is fundamentally would on, work on the Paris. French side of our team, a lot of the guys really, really love Star Wars. I think maybe Europe might actually have what? a bigger following. For but Star Wars. it was going to be a last. Does offering. Europe love Star Wars, or does Europe love a Batu. generic Batu? Does Europe want the, the, the iconic Star Wars characters? Or do they remember want... they floated oh, exactly. exactly. sort of Batu yeah. during the Empire era. Exactly. Like, that yeah. was a, I'm yeah. sure that was considered at one point. I, well, yeah. also, also, in 10 years' time, exactly. Star Wars? Exactly. Well, There's I don't know. More... I think I think Star Wars as a, as a new land, power. As a new land opening in ten years' time, would you? But I mean, look you... at the Mandalorian and look at all those different things that they have planned for Disney yeah. Plus and all the. I think they're not going to let go of that franchise that easily. I mean, yeah. I am absolutely shocked if one of the Disney Plus series does not at least semi take part place on Batu. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Can... I mean, at August this point... Cantina, the series. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I think it would also be a very wise thing for them to do because I think if they start doing that, then the popularity increases, the chance of investment increases. Like I don't know, I, I'd like them to do it. Yeah, I think we still, yeah. I think we're still going to get Star Wars Land to be honest, but it's going to be yeah, a modified yeah, version. Man, They're hopefully going to see Man Florian smashing Rod or raps in the next series. You'll know that they've got the hang of this. Yeah. Right. I think they spent the they should have spent the Star Wars budget on Marvel and they've got a, they missed an opportunity. Because um, well, Star Wars is still popular, like I, it's I still popular, think... but the Marvel movies as a whole do better. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. but Star Wars is still. I think Star Wars is cross generational, where Marvel isn't quite there yet. I still don't think though that just from my like from what I'm seeing around like and I'm judging this based on my own family and friends and whatever I don't see as much devotion or enthusiasm uh, for like the new Star Wars movies as uh, I, I, I agree. Yeah, opinion, true. 
Star Wars is very kind of nostalgic and for the people who are young or who were brought up with the original trilogy, it's a very powerful thing. Uh, just as powerful as like we were probably brought up with Disney movies. It's like just as powerful. But I feel today, like today's youth is not as connected because the market's quite f- saturated on space like like great graphics and like visual effects the market's really saturated whereas when you go back to 1977 not a whole lot of movies would go on that that far so i feel like i feel like star wars gets off uh, like kind of gets by on that and i do feel but then again it is my own only just my opinion i do feel like there are more um appealing uh franchises uh, that would probably be cheaper and easier for Disney to just be like, nah, we'll just do Princess Land in Paris. Yeah. And, well, to be honest, it, for, for me, the reason I feel like I don't really connect to the newer movies is because they seem to just have average Joe characters and not really iconic characters that make me dream, you know, like whatever. Yeah. I don't even know the name of the guy. What's the main guy in the latest movies? Whatever. He's just like some average Joe dude. And okay. <laughs> I think the worst thing they did with Kylo Ren was take off that helmet. I think, like, I don't know. Any sort of mystery around <laughs> that character. Drive, uh, like that, like that yeah. was for the ladies. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think people complain about him taking off the helmet. <laughs> no, but, but the injury was there because he was helmeted. Like, there was that kind of, throughout yeah. the whole series, you had that, ooh, who is he? Well, you knew who he was, but what's the guy under the helmet? In, I mean, I, I mean, you the, see Jedi. If you saw, if you saw, yeah. if you showed the Return of the Jedi face in Episode Four, you might have put you off a wee bit. So uh, like his neighbor was Darth Vader. Yeah, if you saw Darth Vader's real face. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you had that all the way through. That was kind of a running theme. Like that's something that kept you going. You wanted to see Vader unmasked at the end. Yeah. Whereas, like for The Force Awakens, he was just like. Yeah, I'm done with this, right? Anyway, I'm done yeah. with the helmet. <laughs> they kept putting it on again and taking it off. They kept, every, they kept like, okay, I don't want it anymore. And then the next film was like, oh, no, 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 I've made it, I've made it again. In Rise oh, no, of I don't Skywalker, want it anyway. he randomly fixed it. And then he was just like, yeah, that I fixed it. That kind of sums it. up anyway, the whole um, trilogy, doesn't it? Just like <laughs> a choice, then changing the choice, but then reinstating the choice, but then re-changing the choice. I've only seen why, the last uh, I've only seen the last one and I went with my friend who is very much into Star Wars and we were in the cinema and it was like near the end of the run so the cinema was kind of empty so he was talking to me so I wasn't really experienced and he was like that's not a Star Wars thing that's not a thing oh that's a thing like telling me all the things that weren't Star Wars things, and I, yeah. I like, I personally like thought it was that was the best part of the movie because he was like, nope, that's not a thing, and nope, da, da, da. <laughs> and I was like, I, I like, I yeah. literally felt so terrible for anyone who had any ounce of kind of passion for this franchise because I, I was there and I was just getting to the end game part of it, and I was like, I'm ready to go because I'm starting to get really bored, and he was like, it's nearly over, and I was like, oh, thank God, and I feel really bad for anyone that likes Star Wars because. The last one, I don't even know what it's called, was a whole bunch of that movie. See, uh, I, I liked the film, but at the same time, I, I really do not understand what was the motivation was of bringing back the Emperor. Like, oh, it's a, a bit bullshit. Reddit wrote what the was movie. That about? 
Uh, I don't know because we'll just go on a cycle about ranting about Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that's just, why I yeah. think that it's the next song. Illuminations or Stars on Parade? It's not our brand. Well, talking about Illumination. If you want like a really strong new Star Wars series, I, I've said this a few times in private chats, but the last four episodes of Clone Wars are some yes. of the best Star Wars st- st- uh, stories I've seen since yes. the original trilogy. They are absolutely, absolutely brilliant. They pulled yeah, so out of the park like crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, on that Massive. note, Jeff, it is your turn to pick the song. We're going to take another music break. Tell us, about, is... tell us about your song. Some of you might have heard it before. Um, yeah, so it is the finale of Disney Dreams, um, just because you need, that, you need that little teary up in your eyes because that thing is just magical oh, and right. dead. Well, we'll be back in three minutes after the finale of Disney Dreams. Je t'ai attrapé, petit garnement.
do space yeah. 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 <laughs> so, okay. we're, talking, we're talking about remember those star wars soirees they used to do like on may the 5th Oh god, they were terrible. They like did. Yeah. They, did yeah. it they were like uh, they, they were like hundred people in there because reasons. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, distant dreams. It was good to hear it, even though you guys didn't on the show, but yeah. um, or listeners did. Um, did they use the music from Peter Pan two or something in there? Yes, they did. The end, yes. right? Yes. Because it still plays in Fantasia Gardens, and then sometimes you walk around Fantasia mm. Gardens and you're like, and your playing, start crying. Are they playing Disney Dreams? They're not. They're playing Peter Pan Two. <laughs> Did Peter Pan Two oh, have a weird have a weird like subtitle like Peter Pan Two Never Neverland? Like, never stop. Never stop. Never dream. Never grow up. Or something. And like fun fact: Don't the stop UK, believing. <laughs> the UK is the only country in the world that had that movie. Patrick, you should do really. these subtitles for the Disneyland Paris attractions. I, that, that, that's yeah. one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite things. But I know that it gets really unnecessary sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Um, so, more questions. Eduardo had another question, and it's about Marvel. And we have only seen one concept art for the Iron Man coaster. What are you wishes for this three theme? Actually, we've seen two. Yeah. But the second one... In the Ryan vehicles. The second one was a bit of a... I don't know. Why have they never shown that officially? Because if they showed it at that thing, but never showed it to us, is oh, there a reason? Yes. Uh, it wasn't they, supposed to be released. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't like it. They don't like it? They don't like it. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with it? They think it's ugly. I mean, have they seen some of the stuff they actually do build? Uh, Yeah. So, I am just, listen, I am just telling you what I am being told. (laughs) No, but is there something on it that I should be finding hideous? I think I think it's not the design of the train. I think they just don't like the artwork and the way it was done and uh, angle and how it looks. And so there's going to be, I think, a new one. That I think yeah, they, they ordered a new one. I don't know how long these things take to get made. Apparently, a year, but um, definitely um, not. Yeah, I don't know. We are very different people because I thought it looked great. Well, I think um, I think at the moment, anyway, official Disney policy is don't say anything about anything. Right. Well, yeah. Right now, well, the, course, the whole but... Marvel release, the whole Marvel release is being very strictly controlled by Burbank in terms of what's allowed to be announced when and what's being announced together, what's being announced by its resort, blah, blah, blah. A bit like, so, is it a bit like Ratatouille when they were clearly building and then everyone was like, <laughs> so perhaps they're building and like, what attraction? And <laughs> we're not building uh, anything. You know? for, it's for gone. Ratatouille, it was even yeah. weirder because they did this whole thing where they opened up Toy Story Playland with a path that went around the back that had like <laughs> Parisian lamps and a massive freaking gusto yeah. on the bridge and everyone went oh look it's ratatouille and they went it's ratta what <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they just yeah they uh, until january the first of the year yeah. okay 2014 they were like yeah we're not building anything um no, and I mean, this was like happening. already in the internet age. Like, we're not talking like 1995 oh, when yeah. you can just like control the press or whatever. Like, everyone was just posting. Yeah, like. Uh, it was so stupid. Like, just putting all the, well, the basic theming up for Wrath Dewey when you're launching Toy Story Land. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, how stupid do you have to be? Right. <laughs> 
But when yeah, going back, going back to Marvel, I feel like it's also uh, Marvel. I think even more than Star Wars at this point is so controlling about what they put out yeah. and how it's put out. Yeah. I mean, today I tweeted the 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 characters in Star Wars costumes, and it was so fun. But you know, the Star Wars brand was like, "We're not doing this anymore. Like, we're gonna do Star Wars. Yep. You know, proper Star Wars. We're not doing Disney characters dressed as Star Wars now." Marvel allowed the characters to wear like t-shirt and accessories like they were like basically they were guests who went into the shop and that's kind of like I feel like super I don't know how much lobbying they had to do for this but good job on whoever got this Mm. approved because Marvel is super controlling super super controlling what we're saying saying about Galaxy's Edge missing something I feel like uh, a campus has a really great opportunity to kind of correct that because especially in Disneyland Paris it's kind of really hard to meet a Marvel character so if if things go and have that meet and greet and have a little show here or there and maybe have like kind of maybe a free set of like every day having like a a Marvel character to come and visit the campus and and like go for like random co-ops I feel like if that happens they're going like oh my god this is the HQ for Avengers in Europe like that could really kind of change to, like Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, sorry, the image is from. So Ash sent an email. If you are in the chat, you can see it as well. And I sent it to everyone. Yeah, it's a it's a meme about Ratatouille. Yeah, you know. uh, Did you just make this? Yeah, I guess Ash just made it. Yeah, I know he's good. Well done, Ash. I feel like Ash That's is so good. talented. I love it. Ash has so much talent. He's like a developer extraordinaire. Start, but I know. start making those princess teachers, Ash. I swear to God, if not, I, I don't. I don't actually it. understand what Ash does for a living. It's something about video <laughs> games, creation, things, universe, world. He's a social media manager. He manages like projects on social media and stuff. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Can you can he apply for Disneyland Paris? I feel like it'd be better. I feel right. really good at it because he at least knows what yeah. Disneyland Paris is, and he's not like where. Disney Paris. <laughs> um, Snap. Uh, well, sorry. the marketing guys are too busy being like in their underwear on Instagram. Anyway, so. <laughs> he You're going to say, oh, it's more true than apps, you know. Casual you need list, to show though. me some apps. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you all of them. Because most of them are traveling around Europe and posting photos in their speedos. Anyways, so. Um, Iron Man coaster. What do we want? What do we want? I feel like I feel like the way so the setup. You know, when you look at the blueprints, the setup really hasn't changed that much. So we're gonna come in and we're gonna have this pre-show with hopefully a cool animatronic that's gonna tell us. It's, what a, it's we're a new here. building that pre-show. It's, it's not in not. the same room. Yes, it's yeah. the same. It's quite small. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just, my expectations for this is low. I'm just curious to know what is the story gonna be. Are we gonna be testing a new suit? And so. You know, Tony Stark built a machine. Maybe Tony Stark is going to want to make suits for everyone, and so he needs a lot of different people to test his suit technology. And then we get on the trains, which looks like a suit, and we just get thrown I heard across that New York. I'm really not sure what you think of wow. this. You know what I mean? I, like, I mean, I feel yeah. like Avengers Campus is all about you know R and D. Like the whole thing, basically the theme of the land is research and development, right? So like at Spider Man, we're gonna try this thing. Like I don't know, like throwing spider webs, and then in the restaurant, we're gonna be trying the I don't know, I don't know if it's shrinking or oversized food or whatever, and then. 
And Iron Man was going to go so well in Paris, that isn't it? They're going to be trying. Well, um, don't worry. It'll become. It will become. You know, Avengers. Avengers. Avengers Pizza Outposts. Yeah, <laughs> we shrunk it. We shrunk it because we microwave with moisture out. We're laughing. We're laughing. To be fair, though, you can see a pizza oven. By 2022, yeah, we'll have Avengers Pizza Outposts. We can get a star pizza. <laughs> The Paris food and beverage team are looking after it as well. So it's like legit Paris who's going to be looking after it, like the food and stuff there. Oh, God. But I feel like the Marvel <laughs> brand behind it is going to be like, no, you cannot do this. I <laughs> you know? can only four, like, we have four. decided to do cod soup. <laughs> no. fair, we'll ice cream, so like anything can happen. You know, you know. I mean, I should put this on the record. I I feel like cod soup is going to be on the menu when Frozen Land opens. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know that cute kiosk that's just right outside the attraction. It's going to have cod soup <laughs> in the same oh. packaging. Does anyone want cod soup? Like no, no. no. Like someone has tried it. I think. Um, oh, one, I don't think I Wonder actually Hulk saw anyone someone. buying it. Like... No, someone tried it and said it wasn't really that bad. I, I think it's like a restaurant. It's not like a chowder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like at a restaurant, <laughs> but not like in a theme park walking around. It's not like like for me, Disneyland and get cod chowder. chowder I'll, be, yeah. I'll be honest, right? <laughs> so if your review of the food is. Yeah, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. Like, that's not. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not as bad as I thought it was. Not, that is okay. not. And, and I mean, <laughs> you know, as Disney's Paris fans, that's the best compliment you can get. You know, like, oh, the snacks for the seasons, they weren't bad. Like, that's like the top. <laughs> I feel like that's. You've reached the top level of compliment. Like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't bad, so that means that it's a success. Whether in the US, you know, if it's just not bad, they're like, okay, we're going to scrap that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Are the fans complaining? Yeah. 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 But, um, so, okay, success. Ash says, maybe the Iron Man attraction today. could be themed after Tony Scar's prototype public transport system of tomorrow. They could even call it the People Mover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but when, this, when this attraction was going to be the Iron Man, the Spider Man poster, like they yeah. had loads of. New, giant skyscrapers she was swinging between mm-hmm. like kind of really more cool. sense <laughs> but i mean uh, iron yeah. man <laughs> iron man also kind of evolves in like a uh, new york like city space mountain in the fact that like i don't personally but this is again it's just me if it's kind of semi team to spot it to iron man and it's a roller coaster i don't really care like but and also, i'm like great i'm gonna go on a roller coaster it's gonna be fun like, yeah yeah just don't, like i don't find that roller coaster a pleasant experience i do not enjoy rock i mean to be honest the thing layout is not gonna change so this the thing so. that i have is when i do the ride in like walibi which has freaking amazing theming in the queue line and then i do did rock and roller coaster i prefer it like the one in Walibi, I didn't like rock and roller coasters theming at all. So I mean, but so there's no theming in the one in Walibi. And the one, the, the one in rock Wallaby. is really bad. But isn't Wallaby, no? But isn't Walibi the one where you just go, like you get into the tunnel and then as soon as you ent- enter that uh, exit that first kind of acceleration, you're just outside for the rest of it. Yeah, there's that's no true. Theme. But the whole the there's a whole story to it to like that you're in an abandoned. Um, underground metro station and I, I don't know, I've, I can't remember because I haven't done it in like two years, but that, the whole queue line experience is so intensive that it doesn't matter that the ride is so simple. Whereas with did... Rock and Roller Coaster, the theming is just 
you know, it just mm. lacked in general. Do you remember I'm when they did excited. it as a Stars on Parade? Because <laughs> yeah. Stars on Parade, that was the best thing. It was so it was. fun. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. It worked. I'm Bizarrely awful. worked. I'm just excited yeah. for the uh, new facade. The facade looks stunning. Uh, Didn't they also do it with that like rave mix of Tower of Terror once as well? Yeah, yeah, oh, the 10th no, anniversary yeah. mix. Yeah. Mm. And I miss that being a thing for the party <laughs> to just stick some music and turn the lights off in rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, they were so like, like oh, what's it going to be tonight? Tower of Terror. Oh, no, <laughs> Literally. Let's actually forget the music. Oh, oh, that Tower of Terror thing was brilliant. That poor <laughs> cast member, when he opened the door, and he was like, did everyone enjoy it? And we were like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I can that say that so I've written Tower of Terror on maintenance mode. I don't know whether that's a good yeah. thing or not, but... Yeah. <laughs> With them holding their phones to the onboard audio microphone. Right. Oh, yeah, and you could just... I have written here, maintenance mode on Tower of Terror, and the weirdest thing was, it wasn't even an accident. It was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> like... Classic oh, is he that fun? <laughs> No, no, we're meant to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you bought a ticket for this. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Iron Man coaster, low expectations from the group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, no, I think, it's well, hard to change, change anything because the track layout, track layout is not going yeah, yeah. exactly. to change. Pre-show size is not going to change. And the loading area yeah. is not going to change. So, they're really going to make that work really hard. For me, that's the biggest thing, like right? Because New York that... buildings, like some New York um, sets that you're going to be flying between. Yeah, I think so. About... I think they're so going to lift the original concept. That, that room there. is so tight. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so tight. As long as like, you don't sit in the tunnel though. at the end like, for ages waiting oh, to get to the station. Yeah. That's such an abrupt end to that ride. And you're sitting there just, just going... For me, the biggest thing is the only reason really my expectations are low. I'm sure they'll do a fine job, but I just think it's not a great coaster. Yeah, but I mean, it's there, right? So something had to be done with it. Yeah, I think I think even just sad the facade and the fact that it's gonna like light up at nighttime. I feel like it's gonna be like a mini kind of kind of like Tomorrowland where it's gonna kind of mm-hmm. in Shanghai where it's just gonna like yeah gonna make a bit more life at nighttime, which is gonna be like a fantastic place to be like okay, like even in Shanghai for Tomorrowland, the music syncs with the light show that Tron the Tron building goes on. So, like, what, if they really? do anything even close to that, I would be like, that's a win. Like, regardless I think, of... Yeah. I think it will. You know, the, the, the concept art that we saw in the permits and um, all the um, all the stuff that we saw in the permits is just made for the permits. They're really bare bones and they don't show any of the theming. So, there are other concept arts that people have been shown in secret rooms, uh, I think, just before the lockdown in January and people were really amazed by them so you know stay yeah, tuned I, I think but I do think it will look nice like, for me it's literally yeah. just I think the ride is a bit average yeah yeah, yeah. Talking about that, ride, that I mean, you can't change your your experience on the ride I mean they might have different harnesses that are closer to the space mountain ones you know those sort of like oh, rubber, the, they're the, nice yeah and they might change that, but uh, the trains are only the front and the back are leaving Paris to be redone, and the middle they're just painting them in yeah. Paris. So it's not going to be that different. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I, mean, I just fear it's going to feel just like an overlay, and like that's one it. thing. One thing they're doing, and um, Ashley says uh, 
he'll be happy if the ride vehicle is smoother. They are replacing the tracks, so they're removing all the tracks yeah. and putting new ones in. So that's that at least. Because I think that's just, that, that's just maintenance, that them... and that's something that should have been done for Space Mountain, and which hasn't. And now Space Mountain is just back at being a bit, you know, rough. But uh, could they slightly change the layout if they needed to with that, or is it going to be exactly the same? No, it's going to no, be they, exactly it's, the same. Yeah. Is it Vigoma who does the ride? Yeah, Vigoma, yeah. And the the problem is the problem is that to build a coaster, you have to have huge concrete anchor Mm. inside the ground. Yeah, and if they were going to change that, they would have to destroy all the outside of the yeah building and then remove all the concrete, and then basically they would have to flatten the whole thing if you want to change those concrete blocks. It's really difficult to underestimate this, but it is extremely tightly packed in there. Like, yeah, very. Mm-hmm. Like when you see it with the lights on, like if you ever seen it with lights on, it is like there's no room to breathe in there. Like put anything in there, like it is so enclosed in a box. Well, hopefully they they make good use of like recent technology, like HD yeah. LED screen. You could have like wrapped around LED screens. Or, like, you could have. Uh, you, I mean, there's plenty of so options. Fast. There's plenty of options like, you now that so you could... Yeah, like, you could, they could fit things um, in. Mm. Okay, incredible. Is, like... is, it, is it telling that we're still now almost a year from potential opening and we have no idea what they're actually doing? No, that's pretty normal for a new attraction. Yeah. Well, not really, because we knew what Spider-Man is. was. I think Paris. this summer they were going to show some more of Avengers Campus, but now, obviously... Definitely yeah, but we know what Spider Man was because it's meant to be. It was meant to be opening in sure. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that's yeah. why. That's and if you think Paris. about it, Paris hasn't really released much Spider Man except a few concept arts. Most of the Spider Man yeah. we've seen comes from the US. From yeah. uh, from a Paris sort of the way they've always marketed attractions is they awesome. are very unlikely to do anything before January because that's when yeah. people will start booking. Yeah. Yeah. And also, they don't want to cannibalize their other seasons before. That's such a big worry for Paris because a lot of people come from for short breaks in the US, uh, especially for Disney World. A lot of people plan their vacation a year in advance. But in Paris, I think the planning window is much shorter. So they don't want people to not book Christmas or not book spring because they've already started promoting Avengers Campus in the summer. The only real reason why Paris has ever given us anything is... A, to throw the fans a little bone. They do that every so often as well. And B, because uh, they wanted to show something at that big industry event, the IAPA Expo. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. literally it. And they showed the wrong thing at the cocktail party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well done. All right, so we're going to go to another song because we're already at 2 hours and 15. And the next song is Elliot's. Elliot, tell us about Yay. your song, which is four minutes, but that's okay. We can all take a break. <laughs> Live the Magic from Disneyland Resort, their 60th anniversary song, which was part of Disneyland Forever. Yeah. And that show, that show did not run for very long. I was expect I loved the it show. Didn't. And it came back yeah. last summer randomly when we were there. But yeah. um, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah thank but, you. <laughs> uh, uh, I really loved that show. I thought it had like a lot of heart yeah. and it was really cute. Yeah. So he was... I was shocked. I never thought I'd get to see that show ever. I know. Uh, right? I was so <laughs> happy. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Imagine like one of the best recent park songs that they've done for like a show. We love you just tomorrow. Um, <laughs> legit. 
Legit. All right, so we'll be back in four minutes after Live the Magic. Ooh. Imagination? <laughs> we got a lot of that around here. Right, Tinkerbell? Oh, atta girl, Tink. Sprinkle your pixie dust. Let's show them just how magical this place can be. Come on, everybody. Here we go.
back to our last segment. That song is really epic. I forgot how good it was. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard, I, I don't think I've heard that whole mix all together. But to answer your question, that source audio has never high quality leaked ever. Uh, uh, yeah, because I was like, like, it's a bit. I think I have like a better quality of the whole show. Yeah, I don't think it's ever actually like come up though. Like actual. But like, this is yeah. the oh. actual song altogether. There's like a part in the middle that yes. is not any actual show. Did you know yeah, they got uh, the right. cast of they got the cast of Magical Map to record that song? That's actually like two Disneyland Resort vocalists. Oh, really? Cool. But, yeah. Yeah. Such a disappointing. I know. Also, the the um the lady at the beginning, the announcer who talks about the orange groves, and she's the um Imagineering story lady, isn't she? Oh, same voice. Yeah. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, from fact. Fun fact. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah, that does make sense now. <laughs> so, for the last segment, we have a question from um, Mark at the Fam Years, and um, it's a question for all of us, and he, for one of each, for one for each of the gang. Okay, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, when did you first go to a Disneyland, a Disney resort, a Disney theme park? And oh, what keeps you going back? As a follow-up, is it a continuation of childhood fascination, substitution, distraction from grown-up life? Like, why? How do you get started and why do you keep going? So, maybe... Oh, boy, this is deep. Should we go? Wow, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll start and I'll try to make the story short. Um I think it was like infusing me when I was a kid. My parents took me to Disney World when I was five and Disneyland when I was six. And then um, kind of like I had the Disney book club. I, I always had Disney around me without really realizing it was all around me. Uh, and then when uh, Disneyland Paris opened, well, your Disney opened in 92, I was exposed to, you know, uh, the, the TV shows, the campaign. And I was like harassing my parents to go. And it took like three years for me to go in 95. But uh I was hooked when it came to Europe. Um, and in literary life, uh, when I lived in New York, Disney World was my local park. And so I spent many summers there. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's always been around since then. That's the mm. whole story. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, Jeff. Yeah. Um, so I first went in 98, 99, maybe. I can't remember. One of them. It's just as Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was new, so whenever that was. Um, and I remember staying in Santa Fe. Because, Were you already you know, obsessed, or, 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 um, or did no, you just randomly so, go like, as ticking off your list? So it was just somewhere that I went. Um, but I, I can't say that that was where I got the obsession from. I think I went again in 01. I remember like seeing the whole, they had this wall that was filmed to a theme to a film strip and the little mm. holes in the film strip were like viewports where you could look out onto the construction. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then mm. I think I started to become a real fan around cool. the 15th anniversary, which was amazing and just brilliant. And I have been visiting regularly since 2012. And by regularly, I mean like, so I lived in France in 2012 and I was going, yeah, most days, I'll be honest, because I lived about 10 minutes away. Um, Is that when GLP Telescope started? No, actually that started a little bit later. So I moved back to the UK in 2013. Yeah. 
uh, and that's when I started it. And then I actually moved back to France for a year. And then, yeah, it, I don't know. Why do I keep going? I guess I just <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, Where did you live, Jeff? What town? Uh, look. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So, Who's next? Yeah. So, uh, Darren, I feel like Darren has a big story. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> um, I, when did I first go? 1991, I first went. with mm-hmm. my, my parents used to go a lot and to Florida. And I remember it was Disney World's 20th anniversary, and we were there on the 1st of October. And oh, that was wow, like wow. one of my earliest memories, yeah. if you like. And they had this big, huge show, and it was the surprise celebration parade. Mm-hmm. And yeah, planes flying years. Yeah, 20 magical years and um, surprises and everything, planes flying across. And that completely pulled me in from that point. And then a lot like yourself, Ben, it was like the whole thing around Euro Disney and the television and the all the whole marketing campaign just got me. And, yeah, going to Euro Disney in 92 just just pulled me in completely. And then I was a fan, just, just kept on going. I had a few quiet years, maybe, I don't know, mid... Uh, sort of around 2005-ish I, I didn't really mm. go much and and then I think I met you Richie actually and then and yeah, like, I met you in was, Brighton yeah. yeah and then yeah. I just started meeting like, loads of other fans and it just built from there and so it's kind of like going and, and meeting friends and and mm-hmm. just just uh, that just keeps me pull, pulling me in but yeah ever since 91 probably yeah I think, I think that's kind of one of the things as well for me right the people are so good like right. that, yeah Without getting too emotional about it, like, yeah. The people who the people who are Disney fans, like they're really interesting people, typically, and it's it's great to talk to anyone who's interested. Yeah. and we all have, mm-hmm. we all have kind of a different background and different, you know, mm. everything. But we all like get together around the same topic, so it's cool. Mm. What about you, Elliot? So I always patted my parents. <laughs> story time. Story time. <laughs> Ten minutes later, we're going to hit three hours this week. So I was, my parents very much belong to the club where it's sort of like you'd go once, like a typical British family, go once, stay in DLH, put oh, it on Facebook. Same as done, my parents, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> so oh my I gosh! They put it on Facebook already. <laughs> Whoa! Right. Okay. So I'd always pest them to go back and they'd be like, we've been already. I'm like, yeah, but no, this year they're doing like dreams. They're like, no, you would take you to the new generation festival. That was my first visit. Um, and I remember the TV ad campaign where it was like all the characters parachuting into DLP. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a really cool ad. Um, and then I was like, well, they were like, fine, like we'll take you to Florida when you're a bit older because we want you to be able to go on all the roller coasters, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I like got my job at Apple, so I was suddenly rich. Um, and I could afford, I could go, I could go, ha suckers, I don't need you anymore, I can go myself. Um, obviously, I was still 16 though, so I had to convince my nan to come with me, bless her. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, and I remember loads of you have met my nan on these trips. Um, yeah, I love your nan, go alone. Well, I know. I and we love Bob. Bless her, she was literally like, she would do anything and like walk around the parks all day. And like, I took her on the Condon Mountain telling her it was like a dark ride. Um, <laughs> um, but then, like, my mum was like, at that point, we booked Disney World. And she was like, why are you going to DLP all the time when we're going to Disney World next year? Like, she, she doesn't get, she, at that point, she didn't get 
like that it was different, you know, and I had friends and I was meeting cast members, you guys, etc. Um, so essentially, she says now she understands it um, and she's happy that it's my interest. But then obviously, yeah, I went to Disneyland last year and I go far too often. Like I think last year my average was once every three weeks, which is probably too bad. <laughs> um, but, it's okay, live your dream. You know, if you have the yeah. time and the money, just do it. Why not? You know, there's no... Better spend that money on something. No judgment True. from this crowd, you know. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. trust me. <laughs> um, um, who's next? Uh, Richie? Yeah, okay. Um, I feel like mine was quite similar to Darren's in a way. Um, in the sense of, like, I went quite when I was a kid. Um, so I think my first trip was in 97, I believe it was. And then I went for quite a few consecutive years. I think I went like 97, 98, 99, 2000, and 2001. Then we kind of had a break. And I went to Disney World a couple of years in a row, around like 2004 and 2005. And then around then, it's quite similar to down. I had a massive break from Disney. And it was mm-hmm. because, I can't remember what it was. Like, we, to be honest with you, I, it's kind of weird. I grew up just with those few Disney trips. But then the majority of me growing up around theme parks was actually at Port Ventura in Spain. And it's kind of strange. I love that park. Yeah, I feel like my love for parks, like actual theme parks rather than Disney Park itself, kind of grew from that park. I mean, it's it's an amazingly themed park. I mean, it's beautiful and things like that. It's like kind of generated from there. And then, I don't know, like I grew up, I went to uni, that kind of thing, like, interest in theme parks kind of dwindled away all that kind of things changed and then i found myself slowly getting back into like theme park things that spiraled into going down rabbit holes in youtube looking at like imagineering stuff and disney park secrets and all this kind of stuff and then eventually started going back to the parks in about 2014 2015 i think it was and then again it's, it's exactly the same as darren you know you, you slowly meet people and that leads to meeting more people and then it just sort of uncontrollably spirals. <laughs> just meet people through people, because, people, isn't it? Because yeah. we all sort of met yeah. each other at the same time, which is... I feel like, yeah, which is yeah. interesting. Like, I think what would also help... It's a spiderweb of people. Sorry. What also helped around that time was, was the, the annual passes that came out, because I think that yeah. gave us all an opportunity to go a lot more, as in the, the Infinity, the new style. Yeah. The, the hotel discounts for that first year were... Yeah, really, and we and yeah. we all sort of worked out. Wait, if we all go together, that kind of makes our trips yes. a quarter, three quarters less expensive. Yes. So yeah. we can go four times more. So we went a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it was kind of like a weird spider web of people when it all comes together. Because like I said earlier, like I first met Ben uh, during the 25th anniversary, like press weekend. Hey. But what's funny is that I was with Sebastian then. And now, obviously, Sebastian's co-founder of DLP Report. And I don't know, it's just kind of strange how things have always sort of, like, doing yes, like, uh... spiderweb out and, like, brought everyone together, kind of, like... I don't know, it's interesting, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I think... The I think reason I met you, Richie, on, back... on the Eurostar, of all places. <laughs> Probably. We've, all, we've all met you Cause... on the Eurostar, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one time... Like how me and Darren were on the same Eurostar, didn't even realize we just got into our carriage. We were like, Oh, it's Darren. 
Oh, Ebbsfleet. Uh, Literally the same uh, carriage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We did that. Do you remember that first New Year's Eve hard ticket party? You got on. I was like, I just sit next to me. I've got the I just sat next to you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Things like that happened. And then I think it's taken a couple of years, but now everyone's just sort of gelled together and stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's just kind of nice. Like, I feel like the, the, the Paris quote-unquote fan community is quite unique in a way with the sense of it's, a relatively small community. It's small, so but big at the same one. time. It's really weird. Yeah, because everyone kind of knows each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of. I don't think. Don't think you weird. could ever ever be in the park on your own. I don't think. Not anymore. That's yeah. possible anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's only been people. over sort of the past three years, which is really interesting. But, but, but it's it's always, when I look back at it, it's uh, gone in a flash. Do you know what I mean? And you look back yeah. to me starting to go again in 2014 to 15. Then you flash forward like what like five years later and the mm. difference between those five years from what it was and you going back then just like totally outside of the park's knowledge and stuff like that going like completely almost blind again to be honest it was like 10 no more free drinks after yeah. lunch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you david oh. is david still uh, yeah. yeah so my first trip was to dlp in 95 i think it was because i sat in that space mountain and that was the that I remember that advert yeah. before I went on holiday the first time I can vividly yes. remember. Yeah. I remember and, too. And I liked DLP, but my love was when my mum and dad took me to Disney World in '97. So like my first memory of Disney World was the birthday cake castle, and I was so oh, wow. I was so confused when I went back in 2001 and it wasn't a birthday cake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so like everyone hates that birthday cake, but I've always got like a little thing for it. Uh, just yeah. because it was my first trip there and from there it was like every three four years i would go to like florida or paris and then in 2015 i bought a, i went to dlp and bought a fantasy pass because it was like 140 euros or something ridiculous yeah, the days. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um and then i started to get into twitter i joined twitter and started talking to people then i went to a meetup and jeff was actually the first person i ever met out of this whole oh, really? community yeah that you were the first person i met at one of those meetups Oh, and then you just get to, and then you get talking to people because to be honest, if I hadn't met everyone, I wouldn't go to DLP as often as I do. Like I go because yeah, of yeah. my friends. I think go. none of us, right? I mean, it's yeah, yeah. it's like a social mm-hmm. thing as much as anyone else. Yeah, it and is, it's yeah, a social thing. thing. Yeah. I also love to go to the parks by myself when I go to Disney World. I always plan a couple of days by myself just so I can do you know whatever I want. We don't have to deal with people yeah. like what they want to do. But if for Paris, that for Paris, I, I mean, I, you know, even if you're trying to go by yourself, like you said before, like chances are you're not gonna you're gonna be you're gonna know someone. You can't, you know? Like, yeah. I've, I've I would like Paris to thank Victoria's. I've got yeah, a pair like, done zero rides in three days because we've just oh, been yeah, like, yeah, I've done that oh, same, yeah. same. I'd like to thank Victoria for opening a boozer in the center of the park. Uh, <laughs> 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 and it's, uh, it's, it's also really nice having a big bunch of enablers around you that understand when you want to yeah. spend all your money on this stuff. Yeah. 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 So I don't have that in my, like the rest of my life. Other people are like, why are you going again? Or, why do you spend yeah. so much money going to these places? And I just text you guys and I'm like, I want to go to Disneyland. And you're like, uh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Viv? You have like a career at Disney. I mean, I do now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I first went in 2002 when I was four or like, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I was four. Um, then I went in 2005 
And I, I remember that more than 2002. Like, all I remember is being scared of Cheryl of Nottingham at a character breakfast in Annette's diner. And yeah, that's all I remember for my first trip. And then after 2005, I think I had like a few break years. And then I went like about every year from 2007 or like 2008. And then in 2013, we bought annual passes and went at least twice a year. And then by the time... Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's enabler is like, have the annual pass, you're like, well, I have to use it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it it helps that... I mean, it helps that my mom really loves Disney. Like, she she really... She's the one who was like, last year, she was like, okay, we're going to go do, like, this Christmas, and we'll do next year in December, we'll do Hotel New York. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, she really brings it in the family as well. But then... Obviously, I started studying theme park management, and I could have gone to Walt Disney World to the college program in 2018, but something told me I shouldn't, and I should just do Paris, and I think, like, starting to work there in Hotel New York, it really made me, like, appreciate it all more. I taught you a lot about theme park management. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not to do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, I think... It was a smart choice doing Paris instead of college program because that's the reason they gave me this contract. And yeah, I think like I think when I met El- like I think it was Elliot I met first from all of you, but I might be wrong. I remember uh, no, I remember the day no, I met you and you were complaining that I posted Moana and she was gone. I didn't really know who you were. She is not there anymore. Holiday ruins. Yeah, I didn't know who you were. And like I was like, oh, this is my friend Viv. And and you were like, Yeah, you posted Moana and she's been gone for fifteen minutes. And I was like, Oh okay. <laughs> Back in the days. But yes. I th- no, I, th- I generally think it was Elliot I met first, but I'm not sure. No, because I met you on my birthday at Billy Bob's and it was Richie who knew you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I you know I, I mix shit up, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I think I did. No, I generally, did, I, yeah. I generally didn't know which of you two I met yeah. first, but I yeah. think from that it just flowed, and I just yeah. went more and more. And I think last year I went way too much. There's no such thing. Come on. But it's funny Uh, because I feel like all those stories are always all like, you know, we all have like different reasons where we started going. But in the end, now we all keep going because of all the people, I think, mostly. And because definitely to like to just like see each other. And I mean, you know, we live in all different parts of, you know, UK, France, Europe, everywhere. And we all meet up over there, basically. Mm -hmm. I think the reason I just started going so much last year is just because Talise came into my life and was only 30 euros to go to Paris, like to go to Disney directly. And that made it really Um, cheap. Well, that's Mm. 130 pounds for us, but each way. I mean, you can get, you can get a round trip on Eurostar for like 80 something if you plan super in advance. That's how I felt that to be fair. I always book 29 pound fares and that's how I can go every three weeks. Um, But, (laughs) <laughs> do you guys do you guys think that your star is going to get more expensive or less expensive? When I it don't know. I think it like... will be more expensive. But in another, it's hard but to like be too there's... much more. It was already going up in price, like. Crazy. But if there's not many travelers, they might yeah, yeah. have a lot of promotion, so that more people travel. Yeah. I don't know. I oh. feel like less people at that sixty pounds each way, because at the end of the day, these I'm pretty sure they pay per train and not per passenger. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. So you want to try to fill up the train as much as possible? Through the tunnel? Yeah, they, yeah. they charge the tunnel is per uh, train, yeah. Exactly. So if they charge per train, it makes more sense to have more people paying less than less mm-hmm. people paying more. Yeah. But I think I think they can't really fluctuate the prices too much once Disney starts rolling again, simply because all those people who are supposed to go now got vouchers for Eurostar as well. Exactly. And those probably don't want to pay like too much more, so it wouldn't work like throwing the price up so much. Yeah. yeah. But it might be wrong. <laughs> you know. I guess I we will see very soon. There'll be government incentives <laughs> as well to initiate travel again and they might ask these travel providers to do certain prices tax breaks or whatever you know yeah i have started flying to paris because it is just so much cheaper now like yeah, i fly you have to hassle like, too. even for yeah. so much yeah. are so easy you can leave the park after parade and then you're in bed i know that yeah. there is a real hassle but at the same time like Sometimes so you're looking cheaper. at me but saving about £100. In, like, exactly, yeah. For us, but, like, for anyone who lives outside London, you've got to actually travel to London to get the Eurostar, so it might actually be easier for you to travel to an airport. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when I lived in yeah, Brighton, but, I, used to yeah. go, I used to go past Gatwick on the way to the Eurostar. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like... <laughs> Like, I used to drive I'm going, you. I'm going at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's when I started going to Ebbsfleet. Like, Ebbsfleet was great. Yeah. But at least when yeah. you can I'm get going your passport, you can go on the train back. Yeah, I'm going for New Year's Eve, and look, I'm spending about £50 a return on a flight. That is insanely yeah, cheap. That's cheap. That's a good night out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never I've never flown before, ever. I've also really? booked New Year's Eve. How did you get to Los Angeles, Elliot? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've just I'm just changing my flight for a princess run weekend. So oh, yeah. I think well, I'm just gonna move it to this really cool thing and like move it straight forward to eight baggage to ninety nine pence. Like mm. Oh, do we know the dates for the new princesses? Oh yeah we do. No. No. I think it might be completely cancelled. I think it's dead, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, I it's think. dead, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm about I that was supposed to be well. this weekend. And I, I doubt I doubt Nick, they will yeah. do it. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh my but god. I, no, it was like, like the 9th. It was the 9th. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, this coming weekend. Yeah, this coming weekend. But to oh be fair, I, I doubt they would do Run Disney Weekend on such a busy weekend again. Because, like, a lot of countries would have school holidays now as well. So, but now it's, it's quite. quite... To... Oh, you mean like the Princess one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, That's it was kind of an odd, odd choice. But hey, yeah, anyway. I just. Mm, All right, tried, guys. But... Um, we're gonna hit, get to, we're gonna hit three hours. Answer... What about Patrick? <laughs> when I get to answer the question, I am so sorry, Patrick. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh no, that's so mean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my God, totally not on purpose. Ben just wants to get a bed. I want to go to bed. It's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> well, okay. Good night, everybody. I have never visited Disney in Paris. <laughs> no, 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 Patrick. Please tell there me the story. I was sitting here really enjoying listening to everyone's stories. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And Ben's like, right, uh, finish the show. <laughs> Patrick doesn't get a story. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, you all. Have, have a nice You day. have 18 minutes, so you can go. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't even know if I should. Though, um, yes, please. Um, please. I want to hear. 
Well, basically, I, I compared to everyone else, I started very, very late. Um, we well, we we weren't poor when we when I was little, but we had nowhere near enough money to go on. Like my first foreign holiday was like to Spain, and I was like fifteen. It was like anyway, uh, we had the videos at home, and we had like the Epcot. You know the way they had Walt Disney World like promos before like the classics on VHS cassette and whatever. VHS cassettes were like these tape things. Oh my god, yes. Do you remember them? I don't think they have them. I still have them. They sent you like a free video. I had it. It was like a DVD, but you had to rewind it. Yeah, so so my first first time ever in Disney was in 2014. uh, Because... I actually, I'd, I'd be living in France for like six years and, uh, well, yeah, we were six years at that time. And I actually just bullied my partner to take me. And my partner was like, okay, let's go. And I was like, well, that was easy. So, yeah, I, I my first park was uh, Walt Disney Studios, which I don't really like telling people. Oh, uh, because oh. we met some friends and the, uh, the friends were like, I don't want to do the castle park. I only want to do the one with the roller coasters. So I was like, I don't really care. I'm going to Disneyland. And we were, that we were one roller coaster. Days. Yeah, well, we were going for two days. So it was like, ah, oh, fuck it. We'll just do one park. One like that was Because the, there was like a cheap offer on. Well, of course, there was like 35 euros for one park a day or something. So we, we did that and it was like cheap. That's not too bad. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and I think the the thing, so that was in 2014. And then I brought my parents in 2016 because uh, I'd been tying about going back, but I wasn't, I wasn't rich enough to like get an AP or whatever. And then I think the, re- the in 2016, I met some people. And then, like everyone else said, I think the main thing that kind of kept me on my back, especially the 25th anniversary. Uh, mm. It was 25th anniversary was the first time I became an AP holder. And... And I you met so many. The 25th anniversary. Yeah, the reason why I love it is because not specifically Perfect. because of what it was, but mainly because of the the kind of represent, like because of the 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 time of my life. And I like in France, like you know, I, as anyone who's lived in a foreign country knows, it's quite hard to make friends. And it was really cool to be able to go to Disneyland, uh, Paris, and kind of like meet these people that really liked what you liked and the cold mm-hmm. thing was like like the first time i went i was for two days i was completely in the bubble and i was not thinking about my problems and that's kind of what got me hooked on it and then meeting people that really liked it as well and then the 25th anniversary was really important because i met like I, I obviously got talking to ben and then like pirates and princesses and stuff like that where i got to meet like really cool people like ash and people that like kind of would like would hang out with you and they're like cool and then you guys um it was yeah it was really really cool and i kind of mm-hmm. like it's hard to say and that hasn't been said already but it was it's kind of it's like it's nice for people to kind of like accept who you are because i might have some really good friends of mine that are like but why do you like disney whereas like if i talk to you guys you're like oh my god you should totally go to disney so it's it's nice just to kind of feel like a bit normal and not because you know the way all these people are like are mad into football and they go on like football yeah that's that's not me Mm. no but like Everyone kind of looks at people who go on holidays to follow their football team when they play abroad as like, oh, it's a normal thing to do. Whereas, like when people when you tell people, oh my god, I want to go to Hong Kong Disneyland, everyone's like, but why? Like it's kind of so it's kind of nice to have the kind of the the the, the the validation and support from people who kind of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think you like, it was like you said like the twenty fifth anniversary as well. Like what a time to like I think that boosted everyone to like 
really taking it back up again because everything looked amazing. It was exciting. It was fresh. Well, yeah, another one in two years, people. Um, let's do oh, it. Yeah, but... <laughs> let's do this, yeah. um, Patrick. Do you think if you if you um, were a bigger Disneyland Paris fan when you moved to Paris, do you think you would have got an apartment closer to the resort? Well, that's kind of what I did then, because then my job, obviously, as people know, I'm a teacher. And the, when I got into the ends of it, I lived 500 kilometers away from Disneyland Paris. So getting there was like, you know, trains in France are not cheap. Just you further away than us, ironically. But like, yeah, sometimes like, you know, it's not it's expensive to travel. So I was I was I wasn't able to go very often. And then what I did was I actually applied for a position that was where I live now, which is an hour away. And the main reason was because I thought, well, if they can put me anywhere in France and they can put me somewhere I don't want to go, I'm going to try and choose somewhere that I kind of do want to go. So that's why I ended up choosing where I, I, I in long term. I would love to be able to work inside Disneyland Paris, but let's be real, I'm a civil servant and I can't pay Marin Lavelli prices. So I, I kind of think it's kind of nice that I'm able to just drive and not be not have to pay like really, really expensive rent and I'm able to go mm-hmm. pre- every weekend or any time I want yeah. to. So yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's the, I got the best deal out of anything I could ever want it. So I'm really happy. Aww. You should teach the learning program. Aww. Yeah, Ben told me that's a thing. Apparently, it's only for French people now, though. Like, people who first language is French instead of the other way around. What's the point of the learning program, then? They they learn English. Uh, They can still do that. (laughs) Like, they... Because they change... Like, it's open to all departments now. Well, it was... Well... It was going on in all departments, and then the food and beverage. I still think was still the original program with like English people learning French, but all other departments that offer it are French people learning English. Huh. Well, I can I can teach English. It's kind of my job. I studied in five yeah. years. To do it. You should teach English at Disney. You would teach all the yeah. customers how to yeah. speak. I English. can figure it out. I can figure it out. Cheesecake, yeah. cheesecake. New career. Cheesecake, cheesecake, cheesecake. <laughs> all right well believe it or not we have 11 11 minutes left allowed to broadcast i think it's the first one we're about to hit the limits Uh, (laughs) thank you for that question i feel like that was a really cool question and i really enjoyed it we should do we should do more of these next time not the same but like talk about you know while we do all the things we do yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The last, the last uh, song is uh, David's selection. David, tell us about your song. I was so nervous you were going to pick Riches instead. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. This is the correct finale. So there's no better way to finish yeah. the podcast. It's actually finale. the exit yeah. music. Is that okay? Uh, uh yeah. I mean, I didn't send anything, so I can't be that picky. So I, fi- uh... <laughs> I figured I figured that's the end of the show. So you know, exit music and everything. Yeah, and I think fantastic's good. So. All right. So thank you guys for joining in this week. Um, we'll see you next week because I'm sure we will still be stuck at home, at least in UK. In uh, France, I don't know, Patrick. Maybe I'll be back be... in France next week. Maybe Patrick will be out partying on the streets. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
next, next Sunday night, I'm just going to do a massive countdown. And as soon as it's midnight, I'm just going to run into the streets and tear all my clothes off. I'm like, oh, I can go outside again. And then, like, oh, just wow. <laughs> wow. Please take a video. <laughs> it hurt, it hurt your eyes, people of the west of France. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will uh, see you next week. All right. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.